Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, how are you? All righty. Well, um, two things. One, I'm on the Mark Marin show Monday. It's pretty, um, pretty personal interview. You might want to listen to it. And um, this other thing, I don't know why, but I feel a little bad. Um, we mentioned it in the show, but I wanted to really clarify why I mentioned it. Um, not a big deal, but I'm very sensitive when people criticize me and I I sort of unjustifiably I was doing that whole thing about hey if someone has 13,000 tweets and only this many followers why would they but that's it was ridiculous because that would be like someone who performs in front of 5,000 people asking me oh why are you performing in front of only 30 people which I do sometimes so it was just stupid Topher 78 and it was real nice the way he dealt with it and uh, he was right it's not the end of the world but you know what Something doesn't have to be the end of the world for you to be like, yeah, I was wrong. It was just, I don't want to be that guy. I love complaining when there's some legitimacy to it or something. Just not going, hey, wang, 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 wang. I was like, all right. So there you go. I just feel better that I said it. And I talk about it in the show too. But I wanted to be real clear that when I tweeted him and said, you know, you're right. I wasn't being sarcastic. Anyway, there we go. It's not the end of the world. Okay. So enjoy the show. Listen to Mark Maron on Monday. And um, I'll see you next week. All right, bye. Have fun. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Pause that. Pause that opening. This is how much fun are we having already, everybody? I mean, you're shitting so much me. Fun. It's like the opening theme, and I've stopped it because it's fucking nuts. This is the way you do a goddamn podcast. These other motherfuckers play the rest of my jingle. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Uh, yeah. Hold it. Oh, so I guess I guess I'm funny if Conan O'Brien says I'm funny, but he doesn't fucking know what he's talking about. I think he does. Go ahead, oh, play the rest. Of it. Doing your podcast. 
podcast. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass. Oh, is it? Oh, Jimmy Kimmel, he doesn't know? He, oh, he's a fucking idiot, I guess? If he does, if Jimmy Kimmel says I'm an entertainer's entertainer, then I think that's exactly what I fucking am. Todd. <laughs> just... Hey, it's Zach. No. Oh, Zach. Listen. Stop fucking call. This guy's calling me. I don't like this bit anymore. <laughs> By the way, in the middle of my jingle, I've already paused it, and I want to say Bobby Biamoda is our guest today. That's exciting. Hi, Todd. Hi. People hate when I interrupt this jingle. And I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. That's right. Todd Glass. Ryan Regan. Again. Um... <laughs> If you don't want me to do the podcast, just, I don't know, let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Is that, is that the way you work? It's fun already. The best part of having a TV show is when your comedian friends pitch you an idea. No matter how absurd, you can immediately greenlight From the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh. Then it fades out. We're here. Oh, Bobby Miyamoto is, uh, what do you say, co-hosting? It's a, I'm trying to want to have a new they phrase. They said uh, riding shotgun last time. There you go. I'm good with that. Um, so uh, we're going to give me a second, Bobby. Yeah, we'll yeah. get to you. You look great. Thanks. Really taking care of yourself lately. <laughs> I, you know what? I work out and I smoke. Well, I don't smoke. What more can you do than that? But the other thing <laughs> is smoking just makes it so I don't eat. That's a good idea. I just agree with anything you say. Let the listeners decide if you've got a mental problem. Anyway, Bobby, you look great. He goes, well, I work out and smoke. Like, that's a good thing. Like the well, doc- smoke, it, it's a choice. Either you look puffy because you eat a lot mm-hmm. or you smoke and, you know, your skin looks yeah. a little. There fatty. is one more choice to not smoke and don't eat. Yeah, you- but that's painful. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. No, we're not going to take a break. So here we are. Let me get everything out of the way. And then our guest today is Chelsea Peretti. It's gone. I love Hanging out with Chelsea Peretti. And also, we do this one bit. She imitates the... Per- now, I do a version of it, but hers is different. She imitates the person on HGTV when they're talking about the necklace for five hours. How the fuck do they do that? These have to be phony people <laughs> in real life, too. There's no way you can fake that. Maybe they can. Maybe we should have one of them on the show. So let me get through a few things. Um, I'm doing... Uh, I'll be on the Mark Marin show Monday. So plug that. And then um, I'm going to plug a few dates. I'm going to go through some dates here. And then Acme Comedy Club. You know, hey, it's the truth. I'm one of my favorite clubs. Uh, the 7th through the 11th of February. I'm going to say this fast because you know what? I always think if you're there, you heard it, and then you're going to call the club. Uh, Acme in February. Vancouver. I'll be there for the festival the 15th through the 18th. Yeah, that's enough. Denver. Uh, not the one in the city, the one, the other one, the February 23rd through the 25th in Denver. And last time I was there at the Comedy Works, I, I really did have a good time. You know, I like that there's a lot of clubs that I really love because it lets me know that um, my standards are not so high that no one, that you go, oh, no, no matter where Todd goes, he's not happy. No. There, I was in Dallas last week. So much fun. And then I'll be, I'm going to give way down the road two reasons this is good. Three. One, I get to see my family. Two, I get to see Preston and Steve, which is, could be one of my favorite things to do, do the Preston and Steve show, WMMR. But I'll be at Helium Comedy Club. So March 21st through the 24th. So we got all that out of the way. People have been uh, – I've been trying to get a show on HGTV. You know, I have that side of me. I like doing home improvement stuff. I think I hit it from a different angle. I have a, I've pitched a few shows. And in my pitch, I always say to HGTV or DIY, what, you know, all those shows, I always say um, – 
I'm all, I'm already doing these shows like Jimmy Kimmel and Conan O'Brien. I'll mention you. I will be, you will have a guy that has a show on HGTV, and I will plug you on television. They have hosts that have been on HGTV or DIY or all those shows. They've had shows for three years, shows I like. They can't get on Kimmel. They can't get on Conan. So I'm like, I'll be a promotion machine. You know, I know you have to love the show that I'm pitching, and that's just icing on the cake. But people have been... Uh, tweeting HGTV for me, saying "Give Todd Glass a show" and uh, Audible. They've been tweeting. Hey Todd, I have a story that you do? Kind of has to do with HGTV. So I really? was at Rory and his fiance Jordan's house this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, we're like sitting in the kitchen. And then Rory goes, "Hey Katie, did you uh, notice how there's a bunch of candles around?" And I looked around, and there were a bunch of candles. And he goes, "All because of Todd Glass." I like it. I'm influencing <laughs> this world. One uh, one atmospheric. Hey, the guy said I can't. Remember the guy who said, oh, we don't need to hear you talk about atmosphere anymore. Tough shit. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I can. What? Hey, look, if I'm not tired of talking about it, I, I'm granted. I'm not. I, by the way, so that guy doesn't think. And by the way, I know I said the term throwing under the bus. I, I overuse it. I wrong use it. I'm aware of that. Uh, I'm going to try to fix it. <laughs> uh, but uh, if I don't get tired of talking about it, then that means there's got to be people out there that don't get tired of listening to it. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some. That guy thinks that I'm only saying he's the only one. I bet there's someone else going, you know the way I always phrase it. Not haters. People that go, I love the Todd Glass show, man, but I can't hear about him. Well, guess what? Then it's not the right show for you because uh, I went to a friend's bar, uh, my friend's bar mitzvah, his son's bar mitzvah this weekend, and I get into the room, and it's like I couldn't fucking believe it. It was like, you know when the apartment complex has a room you can rent? Yeah. And then you have like if parties in there and stuff. Oh yeah, it's just like a, a rec room. It's like a rec room, but this was nice. It was really cool. It was a really nice, like high ceilings. Like the, the the guts of the room were really cool. You know, stone walls and big glass windows over, overlooking the pool. I get there, they have the lights on a scale from one to ten, a fucking eleven. You know, and uh, it's, they don't have a lot of money. They're sort of doing it themselves. And then they have all the shades shut to the pool. Yeah, why would you want to look at a pool? Sit in a room, a dark room, overlook. So I open them all up. I'm helping them. And they're like, oh, thank you. I'm like, who the fuck was going to do this if I didn't get here? You were all going to sit in broad daylight like fucking idiots for three hours? That's going to be your fun time? All right. So it wasn't light enough for you or it was too light? It was too light. It was nighttime. So I just opened up all the shades so you could see the pool. Now you're sitting in a room and it's really dark and there's candles lit and there's big glass windows overlooking a pool. Not sitting in a lit room with shades pulled down. No one cares. Well, for a bar mitzvah, they probably weren't too concerned about the lighting. Really? <laughs> really? A bar mitzvah? Really? You want to fucking come over here and say that, you fucking prick? No. No, you don't understand. It's like if someone's no, having a wedding. It's like from. someone's having a wedding. People are coming in. Uh, by the way, someone noticed, and I've said this before, a lot of people were dancing. And, and, I, and it's because it was dark. So there's there's a lot there was great music so now it was in a really dark room with candles and the and the music's playing and people are dancing and it was fun that's yeah yeah the bar mitzvah you still need atmosphere there's you go to bar mitzvahs and it's done right there's what do you call it planners party planners that get it so yeah of course it matters why wouldn't it matter you don't care oh I'd love to see your apartment I can tell you already it's going to be my <laughs> new show I'm going to see your apartment I bet you have no fucking you don't give a shit at all do you. Because I can tell when I talk. I'm not saying no, it meanly. No, that's not true. I, by the way, I say it more because I get, I get defensive. But it is, I sort of think it's, ha- I sort of think it's half true. Like, like How I can, would you think my apartment is? Um, honest? 
I can tell you're gonna. I'm wrong because the way you're looking at me. I would think you really know. I'll be honest. You know, let me give you an example. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you have, or I would never have this. Like, you know, I remember moving here early. I remember being 22 years old, living here in LA, and you go over another comedian's house. You never know. You make a guess what you think it's going to be like. You don't realize you make a guess until you see it, and it's nice, even with nothing. But someone that gives a shit a little bit, they want their atmosphere to be cool, even if you have no money. Um, You're like, you walk in, you're like, oh, they they care. So there's nothing to do. Yours. Well, every time I talk about this stuff, you don't seem to care at all. That's what I say to some. Uh, I'm going to say it's on a scale from one to ten. Ten being the worst. Yeah, it's like a, it's not dirty. I would imagine you're clean. Very clean. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine that you're clean. You seem like you're clean. I'm going to say uh, when's the last? You, you know, did you hang pictures anywhere? There were, but I got rid of them. There you go. Sounds beautiful. <laughs> Sounds exactly no, like what I pictured. Someone that would have pictures. Let's get rid of those pictures. <laughs> Anyway, all right, let's move But it's on. completely clutter-free. No clutter at all. Well, there you go. You're not going to end up on that A&E show <laughs> if, you're trying to get, if you were trying to get on it. But I move around, you know, so. That's exactly right. Most of my stuff is at my mom's house, which. That's what my brother said. Really? No. I don't even know what that meant. Um, hey, guess who I bumped in? Oh, I want to hear your story because I bumped into Wit that yesterday. That was my story. What's about Rory? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I like that he's... That. That, okay, good. It yeah. just led into it. It's a perfect segue. I like he gives me credit. He's like, <laughs> there you go. How you doing over there, Sensitive? By the way, today I had a really nice thought about Sensitive, Andrew. The way I met Andrew is I did I Am Comic and he did a viewing of it at school. And then that's how we met. And then because of you, I met Chris. And you're very much appreciated, both of you. I want to. I want to know that, Katie. You know, let's. We don't have to get into it. Um, somebody. I think people don't understand that sometimes their tweets don't. Inflection does not. Well, I guess this has been talked about before in emails. Inflection doesn't always come across because I'm starting to see sometimes when people tweet something, they might not mean it like it comes out. Like somebody tweeted the other day, they tweeted, "Hey, doesn't Todd know that last comic standing isn't on anymore?" So the first thing I do in my paranoia is I think, I never mention it. You know, a guy was on a show five years ago. It's not like I'm on. It might come in passing. Hey, if somebody ever asked me about it, if I'm on a radio show, and even though it's something I don't, you feel like you don't want to talk about more current things. So you know, yeah. uh, if somebody asked me about it, I'm never going to be the dick that goes, oh, I don't talk about that. You want to talk about it? I'll fuck it. Yeah. But very rarely do people ask you about it anymore. It's so long ago. But when they do, so when he tweeted that, you know, hey, doesn't Todd know the last comic standings off the air? I thought... God, is that a guy that heard thinks I? Oh, how long he's still talking about that show? But I don't know. If probably, I guess if you were to somehow talk to him, he'd go, "No, no, no, I meant this," because that's happened a few tweets. I show them to someone else, and they're like, "No, no, no, Todd, they hashtag that. That's saying." I go, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, okay, all right." Or don't or, take this as a slight. He could mean, "Doesn't Todd know that last comic standing's on, not on anymore?" Meaning, you're not relevant anymore. Why is you? Why are you doing a podcast? Oh. I don't think so. I'm confident enough. I know he doesn't mean that. He probably. I Come on. I'm relevant. You fucking know it. And know. he knows it. <laughs> Come on. I think, I think he meant it. At, he probably heard you talk about it. So I got to cut your mic. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Bobby, uh, we're going to. Um, okay, let me get this out. One more thing. Did a uh, show. Did the Doug Benson interruption. Sh- uh, <clears throat> Everybody, hi, how you doing? Okay, good. I did the Doug Benson interruption show in Vegas. And let me tell you something. I drove up there with Graham Elwood. I had so much fun on the car ride with Graham. Like, we just nonstop, blah, 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 talking about everything. Silly stuff, serious stuff, sad stuff, hilarious stuff. And just fucking, just love hanging out with Graham Elwood. I, and, um, and 
and we drove. We did the uh, Dunks, the Doug Benson interruption show. And again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. The crowd was so fucking nice. Like just the coolest people. It's almost like when you, like I said, if you go to the Meltdown, the type of people you meet there. There's yeah, people he has that, good fans. Yeah, the people that like comedy, and it, it's those type of people, and they're great. And so after the show, we go back up to Doug's room, and we're just hanging out with like 10 people from the audience. And they're all great. Like, they're all just, for lack of a better word, chill. You're talking, you're enjoying who you're talking to. So that was so much fun, doing the Doug Benson Interruption Show. So if, if anybody listens now, I, you, were, you guys were great. What a great crowd. I did it in the Louis Anderson room. The, the, the show is in. Louis normally has a show there. Mm-hmm. Louis, uh, Louis Anderson has a show Where there. Where at? At the uh, Gold Coast. He has a showroom there. Oh, okay. He has a show there where he does a regular show. And he is does... that the one? It's kind of before this, it, it, when you get in? No, no, Vegas? no. It's, it's definitely in Vegas, but it's like sort of right at the border, yeah, I okay. think. I don't know what I'm saying. I wasn't paying attention. Um, so we did a show there, but Louis Anderson usually has his show there. He has like a running show in Vegas, a really cool showroom. It, it's, it's just not too big. It's just a really intimate showroom. It's really cool. And um, I like Louis Anderson. I've always not only liked him, but I think he, his comedy was – he was doing really different good comedy when no one else was doing it. So I would, didn't mean it as an insult or anything, but the sound man said he would have taken it as one, and I would have ne- never done it. So what happened was I was backstage, and his jackets are hanging up. So I put one on, and it is, you know, obviously, Louis, you know, he's a big guy, you know, and I put his jacket on, and I am, dr- I look like I lost, you know, and I walked out on stage, and I went, oh, I thought it was dress up, I didn't know what to do, I found this jacket backstage, I don't know who it is, but at least it was hanging out, it's obvious it's Louis' jacket, but then the sound guy goes, I don't know if he would have liked that, I'm like, oh, fuck, then I wouldn't have done it if he wouldn't have liked it. He's a comic, I think he would have liked it. Yeah, but you know what, I don't, sell, I don't use that, comics are allowed to get their feelings hurt. He might say, afterwards, of course, driving home, I thought, what did he think I would like? He would, you know, me and Graham were talking about it. You know, what did he think? He, he, oh, I would go, oh, I love when Todd Glass makes fun of me for being fat. And that's what we thought he might say if the sound guy's right. By the way, the sound guy might be wrong. Louis might be like, of course I'd fucking laugh at that. I don't, but the sound guy needed to tell me. Tony, who also was a nice guy, um, he, wouldn't, he probably wouldn't have liked it. He goes, did you put that jacket exactly back where you got it? I'm like, of course. But then I ran back and took it off the floor and hung it up. <laughs> no, I, had, I took it off the uh, wrong hanger and put it back with all his other blue jackets. So there we go. Um, now, look, before Chelsea gets here, Chelsea Pretty's our guest today. Bobby's a funny comic. He's been on the show once before. So when he tells you this story, it's uh, I'm only wanting to know you, you uh, did a Bobby's been uh, doing some cruise ships. No, I did one. He did one. We're back to back. Yeah. And that's not where you're going. That's not where you want to end up. But a lot of times in comedy, you, it, forever, some comedians do the cruises and then they end up on cruises forever. Some that, you know, they get a little bit of a check and then they use that money to come back to L.A. and do other things in their career. So, so, so I asked you these questions. But they're was, changing. They're putting these comedy clubs on cruise ships. I, Carnival's got, it's called Punchliner Comedy Club, but they're, they're changing it to the George Lopez Comedy Club. That sounds, is that good or bad? No. Um, <laughs> No, no, that that might uh, establish you. Both people know he's a stand. I don't know why they're doing that. But anyway, I... well, come on. What are we, a morning show? Hey. That's disrespectful. <laughs> That's disrespectful. Is Audible? Uh... Who's, who, what do you have for the Audible on it? Let me, give me something. And now a word from David Spade. For audible.com. Mm, that's nice. I guess what do you a... think of audible.com? They're good, right? Yeah. I guess David Spade backs them. 
I guess he's like yeah. a sponsor now. I guess he's done 7-Up and these big campaigns for AT&T. I guess to have David Spade mentioning your company like that, well, that's got to be nice. Those Audible people are going to go nuts. Oh, yeah. So, you, so the, you're doing the cruise. You, you've done one. And here's the thing with them. When you go on, I went on once when the improv. So you've done them, too. Yeah, yeah. What okay. do you think? Look at Bobby. I just want the audience <laughs> to know. I did my last one. When I thought I could go on it, take a chunk of money, and, and, and I just couldn't do it anymore, I'll tell you why. I would still do one, but I'll tell you how. The last one I did, I went on as an entertainer. This was probably 10 years ago. And you had to do some – they go, oh, we want you to do a welcoming set. And then they, hey, would you play bingo? They really like it when the comedians play bingo. Didn't have to do that. They I asked if I wanted to judge uh, a alcohol drink contest, and then they wanted me to judge a hairy chest contest. I was like, I'm out. Was it women or men? Uh, guys, I well, Bobby. Of course, <laughs> what, what type of cruise do you do? They have fucking monkeys. <laughs> okay, hold on. Can you give me a lot of echo? Let's see how today with the echo, Katie can be on. I want you to watch me like a motherfucker. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, today for all the women on the Lido deck, we have a hairy <laughs> chest contest. Please be out there by six a.m. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Hello. Testing one, two. So, um, so, but you weren't required to do any of that. I didn't do the bingo. And, the, and, and also, I don't like cruise directors. When, you go on, when I went on and did the improv cruises, no one told you anything. You were on there as an entertainer, and they treated you like an entertainer. You know, That's like, how this was. Okay, well, I would um, – and they, you didn't have – did you have to do clean shows and dirty shows? And, yes. It's hard to do that, to break it up. It was. But I got – second week went better than the first week. Chelsea Peretti is close. She just texted me. Um, and by the way, with all my rules on texting, that's rude, but I'm waiting for a guest. Your first show went – your dirty show went better or your clean no, show? No, no. The first week – second week went better than the first week because I just learned to make the adjustments. I did the dirty show. I was like – the only thing I had dirty was and they didn't laugh at my jokes. I go, you motherfuckers, you don't know shit. <laughs> they go, Sir Todd, you can't talk to the crowd like that. I go, that's the dirty part of the show. Yeah. Why, why can't it be dirty about them? Hey, you fucking pieces of shit. You want the Midnight Buffet, you fat fucks? You know, if you think about the Midnight Buffet, by the way, I loved it. But even me, I was able to control myself a little at the Midnight Buffet. I really tried to eat things that were sort of healthy. I'd say 90% of the time I was pretty good. I might load up on salad and cucumbers and like whatever I could and just, but there's people, they don't even, that Midnight Buffet, to eat it and then go lay in bed. That's just gluttonous pigs. That's when I'm my hungriest is. That late at night. But, you, Bobby, you're thin and you're, you move around. Not that it's right for anybody, but when you're already larger. Yeah. I know it's hard, and I've said it before. I do have empathy for people that are heavy. But what I'm saying is when you're heavy, can you at least not eat at midnight? Like, it's hard not to laugh when you walk by and see heavy people eating at midnight. You want to go, really? Are you even trying? Like, eat in your room at least. Do something to give the... <laughs> yeah. Andrew, I'm funny, right? I, I eat at midnight. Do you? But not around. You don't go to the buffet. No, he doesn't at my house. Well, I eat a lot too. Hey, look, I, I you know me. I eat. You know me better than anybody knows me. Um, Were you but, in Vegas? <laughs> what in <laughs> Vegas? You're always stopping on the way home from the show at that ice cream place. Oh yeah, I can't. Here's my problem. Yeah, you're. It's going to sound like I'm contradicting what I'm saying, but I'm not. I'm just saying I tried the midnight buffet. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. I um. If I was if, if I had a heart attack and I quit smoking, if I was going to smoke, I'd at least hide it from everybody. So they didn't look at me and go, come on. Like, I knew it's so shameful that I should hide it. By the way, let me just say this. Usually I'd like to be 
uh, what I say is, is is silly as it is. I like it to make sense. I don't think what I'm saying right now really has any uh, uh, glue to it. So uh, just take it for what it is. When I'm yelling and screaming, then you know I really mean it. But I have mean it. So anyway, uh, yeah, because I can't – I have a problem that I, I need to uh, – like if I'm at the walking from the showroom to the room in Vegas, I can't. St- I want to get enough ice cream that it lasts me to my room. Like I get so mad that when I get one scoop and then I, I eat I it, and I'm in the elevator, I take the last bite. Nah. You can eat and walk and talk and talk on the phone. I'm not like that. I have to sit down Don't and enjoy sa- my food. Oh, you're better than me. <laughs> no. Oh no no, you're better than me. I'm sorry. No, I'm you kidding. need your ice cream. That, you eat your ice cream. I would wait until I got to my room yes, to eat the ice cream. I admire people that can do that. Like, if I get fast food and I'm pulling in and I go through the fast food place, I am. it's not fucking making it home. <laughs> I admire someone that can wait, get out, even if it's fast food. You know how I talk about the grilled cheeses. Yeah. Get home, open up the bag, put it on the table, or sit in front of the TV, get the hamburger out, get the soda out, get the fries out, and wait maybe four minutes. Ah, no fucking way. And the only way I do that is if I get one for on the way home that stalls me, and then I eat the rest <laughs> when I get home. So I have, like, two cheese – and one cheeseburger for me, I'd rather have nothing. A McDonald's cheeseburger, I at least need three before it even does anything for me. Yeah, you, those cheeseburgers – you've got to go with a bigger burger for McDonald's than a cheeseburger. I get the uh, – do you know one time <laughs> – no, never mind. All right, I think we're going to take a break because uh, – uh, well, Chelsea's here. We don't. We don't gotta. Oh, do you have a dog or anything? Do I have a dog? Yeah. No. You don't have a dog. Remember before the show, Bobby, we were doing that bit where I'm the, and you defend yourself. I was like, yeah, you yeah. don't have a dog. Yeah, you live. No, Bobby, and you're doing those cruises. You know, hey, can I tell you something? Because I'm your friend. Yeah, I know. Right. Sometimes you probably want to kill yourself, but no, you, you know, it's not. Things aren't going. Bobby, I'm your friend. I know. Sometimes you're probably like you look. If I can I say so? You don't feel. I'm. I'm trying to make you feel good. If I was at where you were at in your career, I don't want you to feel like am I crazy? You're not. If my career was like your career, I'd fucking put a bullet through my head. Why well, I, I have some irons in the fire right now, Todd? What I got some stuff going on right now. Oh no no no! That's why I'm saying don't do it. I'm just saying the way your career looks. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a mean bit, but it's so funny. I used to do it with uh, Dave Rath all the time. He'd be like, why do you say that? I go, no, look at you. I'm, I'm admiring you. It's a guy who's really aggressive, and he hides it under admiration. He goes, look, if uh, I see you walking around happy, if I was you, I'd, uh, I'd hang myself. But you know what I like about you? You fucking put on a happy face. I'm saying I'm complimenting you. If I were you right now, I'd go outside. I'd let a car run me over. <laughs> but no, you, you get up. You come in here. You wear a nice shirt. Who if, to, to be where you got to try. You got to try. All right. So there you go. But I found a, uh, I found a puppy in uh, Malibu. Oh, you did? Yeah. And, I, and right in the same complex, the girl's walking down the street. Did we talk about this last week? No, I don't think so. No. The, no, the girl's so. walking down the street. It's probably like a, growing up, we had a lot of litters of puppies growing up. You know, um, my mom bred dogs, and um, so I, I can pretty much look at a puppy. I remember when a dog left the house and someone took it from the mother. Seven weeks was really early to take a puppy from the mother. But if someone was a, really knew what they were doing and the dog went right inside, heating blanket, and n- nobody's really touching it too much, it, it, someone that knows what they're doing can do it. But other than that, and this puppy looked like it was maybe seven weeks. And she's holding it in her hand, not cuddling it in her shirt, walking down the street. And you know what? People like that. It doesn't mean that in her own way she did care about the puppy. And, I, and, well, the story will tell. So I said, here, are you trying to – and I'm with like three people, you know. And I said, are you trying to – what are you trying to do with that? What happened to its head? And she goes, oh, my dog bit it. 
She goes, and the other one we had, I think there were two more, and one of them died. She goes, but I have this one. And she had a little ointment on its head or something, whatever. I don't know what she had on its head. And uh, I said, well, are you trying to find it at home? She goes, do you want it? I do. So everybody, they're like, well, what's going on? Hold on, hold on. I just thought I, Chelsea text too. I know this is so weird. Close. Okay, she's close. So anyway, who's coming in the door? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Everything's all right. I'm very happy. This is a very – I like the way the show's going so far. People probably hate it. So anyway, the, the, um, she said the other dog, you know, it bit it, and the, the, an adult dog, another dog she had. And I said, she, she, I said, do you want to find it at home? She goes, yeah. And, I said, and my friend's like, take it, take it. And I'm like, ugh. It looked like a little golden retriever. So I get the dog. I, ta- I take it in my hands. I'm like, ugh. I, I figure I'll get it at home. At Did it I'll have that – Puppy breath. Yes, and it started kissing me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really telling the, I'm telling you this right now, but it's like uh, I, they don't listen to the podcast, although they, they wouldn't care. It's um, a friend of mine, Astrid. She lives down there, and uh, they're financially okay. In so, Malibu, I would yeah, think so. So she said, take it to my vet, which happened to be in the same little complex. She was very nice. She took care of the bill, and it was nice. You know, I didn't know what it would cost. It would have, the bill wasn't that bad, but I thought, oh, I'm going to get hit. They're taking x-rays because the vet comes in the room. They saw us very quickly. Vet comes in the room, really super nice guy, and he looks at its head. He goes, I, I just want to make sure this isn't a fractured skull. And I started to – you start to cry. Everybody did, you know, because you think, oh, Jesus, I didn't think that. I thought – I was not even thinking that. I'm thinking – Put some ointment on it. Yeah. I give it an antibiotic. He comes back in like 20 minutes. And that's when you don't know. And I don't care. They have to make money too. Who knows if that's the way they, you know, you just say you take an x-ray. Is that the worst thing? It wouldn't make him the worst vet in the world, but he could be doing that. But anyway, he want, you know, I was wondering like, does it really need an x-ray? So he comes back in 10 minutes. He goes, look, it's, it's perfectly fine. I'm going to give you some ointment for it. It's head and everything's good. She took care of the bill. So that was nice. I didn't have to take care of the bill. I said, hey, why don't you put the shots that he's going to need down the road on that <laughs> card too while well, you got it out? Why make a big deal about it? I try to act like it's not even because I'm cheap. Hey, go ahead and get some dog food for that dog. How much dog food? Give me just enough for five years. <laughs> That's a lot, sir. Yeah, just throw it on the card. You know I'll get you. Anyway. Um, so so uh, so we took the dog home, and um, I wanted Andrea lives above me. Everybody knows that, and um, she's. I thought maybe she'd watch it because I like it ends up. No, I I'm I'm getting I'm taking care of the dog. So anyway, here's the the, the funniest part. I think I put it in the uh, in the kitchen. I have a blanket. It's got a heating pad. It's so comfortable. Like it's laying there, just loving life. You know, dogs know. Like it, that's this is where I belong inside with a blanket around me. Two days later, gets very. Much more comfortable, and so I'm. Uh, it wants to sleep in bed with me, you know. So I sleep in bed with it first. I put it on my chest and I lay down. But you can't sleep good like that when you can't move. Yeah. So it falls right asleep. The minute it's on my chest, boom, it goes out. I'm like, shit, I can't, I can't sleep like this. I did it the first night. So I go into the living room. I sleep on the sofa and I take some pillows, the sofa pillows, and put it next to the sofa to bring it up. And I put the him on the pillow and put my hand on the pillow. Just. And he fell asleep like that. Then I got a good night's sleep. If I needed to move, I could flip, put my hand back. But the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen, I don't know why I have to say fucking, was I put him in the the kitchen, I think it was the second night, and uh, I fell asleep on the sofa. And in the middle of the night, I wake up, and he's sitting. There's a one step down. It's like four inches. And he's like, he can't get down. So I go, are you shitting me? At 3.30 in the morning, you wake up. It's pure joy. It's just pure joy. You can't get that angry at a little puppy like that. Maybe the second week you can. 
But at <laughs> first, it's just because you know why you're so excited to see this thing that was under so much distress happy. So it's, it's joy. I'm sure two weeks later. So anyway, then I bring it in, and I again, I put it on the pillow. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, and it's on my chest. It climbed up and was biting my nose. And it's the same thing. It's like, are you shitting me? Like, how could you be? How long did it sit there and stare at my nose? You know, <laughs> you know I think I'm going to chew on that. That looks like it might be fun to chew on that nose for a while. So anyway, I found it. I found it. It was hard, but I did find it. Oh, you it gave it up. I did. It's, it was a lot. Oh, that's why I said by the fifth night, I, for, I would never, uh, you know, uh, I didn't even yell at the dog because I felt it was just been through so much. But I was, you know, by the fifth night or what you, you lose track of how many nights before it got at home. But I think it was the fifth night or sixth night. Then you're like, oh, you know, come on, go to sleep. You know? I would like a dog. But like, you know, a comic, it's tough because you're going away so often. Yeah, it is. It is tough to be on the road unless you have somebody, you know, a wife or a girlfriend at home to. To, uh, or the other way around. If you're a female comic, there's female comics. Um, anyway, so uh, that's what we're going to do. We're gonna, is there anything you need to uh, talk about before we take our break? Your cruises? No, I sat next did you, to Did you get a lot of cruise. pussy on the cruise, Bobby? Come on. No, you you know, you're allowed Come to on. hook up with the staff, but not the passengers. You can hook up with the staff? But yeah, it's the opposite mm, of the club. wonder yeah. who made that rule. Probably some horny staff member on that. Oh, yeah, she's really ugly and no one wants to fuck her. But all these beautiful girls come on the cruise, which, by the way, doesn't happen. But for this bit, it will. She's like, we have a new role. <laughs> Hello, Lisa. Hey, it's Carol. How are you? Hi. I'll call you on the phone. You're the other cruise guy. Oh, in the morning, okay. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Bobby. I'll use your regular name. Bobby. Yeah. How you doing? It's Carol. Hey, Carol. Newly single. <laughs> anyway, listen. What's the uh, deal with the cruise ship right now? What's the rules on that ship? They're allowed to. We let uh, the staff have sex with each other, but not the passengers, because uh, there could be some trouble with right, legal shush. issues. We're going to change that. They're allowed to fuck only us now. <laughs> All right, write that down and bring it in. All right, that bit's fun. Uh, <laughs> you know when I say it's fun? Now that people make fun of me for saying it, I try not to say it. It's so fucking hard. I got sick. That's I, fun. I sat next to someone on the plane. You know, I don't. I don't get flu shots. I don't use that Perel. You know. Yeah. Why don't you but, get a little closer to me? You know what irritates me is people that go out in public that are sick. Like, I mean, on the plane, it's the worst, and they don't cover up the cough. Oh yeah. I remember. Remember when we were on the plane once, and you know, I'm I'm very passive around people, not confrontational. No, not at all. And th- there was a guy coughing next to me. And uh, so I was acting like I was asleep. Say, don't cough. Don't cough. Oh, I was saying that? No, no. The guy, I was saying that. I was acting like I was asleep, but there was a guy that was just coughing out loud, but I was acting like I was saying that in my sleep. Oh, <laughs> I would be like, no coughing. No coughing. No as I'm asleep. Oh, you know, you, you really can't be mad at someone for coughing, technically, but you, oh, I've been like, all right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or at least make an effort. Well, uh, just so I got to be where I'm at. What, uh, he went downstairs because is Chelsea here? Yeah. Chelsea's here. Okay. I think so. All right. So, we'll, you know, we can talk about dirty people because people, uh, where else did I just see? You were talking about the, the Perel. Oh, I think we might have. The, the blowing the nose into, forget about a cloth napkin at a restaurant. That's just fucking vile. What, what if you're what? eating spicy food, though? Go into the bathroom. And I don't care what the rules are. You know how usually I want everyone to agree? I'm going to just stare into the distance and say the way I feel now. So it's Because there's right and there's wrong. The, the Blowing the nose into the napkin, I, 
I think on Hollywood Squares years ago when I was like very young, I heard him go, uh, you know, Paul, in the etiquette book, is it okay to blow your nose at the dining room table? And then he went, oh, oh. Uh, uh, the answer was yes, it's okay. Well, guess what? It's not. The cloth is just extra bad in the, in the real, into linen. The cloth is pretty disgusting. That's, that's extra but... bad. But even if it's into a napkin, and I'm going to give you the layers of grossness. If you blow it into a napkin and then you put it right down, like maybe under your leg or something, that's gross. Yeah. That's, that's still gross. There's still, you, you know, wipe your ass at the table. Why not? Clean your armpit out. Okay, ass is a little too much. Take a wet cloth, wash your armpit, wash it off. There you go. And then put it on the table. And I know people that blow their nose are going, yeah, but you don't have to wash your armpit. It doesn't matter. It's just as gross. You go into the bathroom and you blow your nose. Unless you have allergies, then you can take a tissue and <laughs> sniff into it. I get it. There's always exceptions. But blowing your nose – but here's the worst. Blowing your nose into a – even if it's a napkin and putting it on your plate while I'm still eating. Great. So all I'm picturing is a rag of snot. Thank you. Pay for my I, meal, you fucking I'll, gross pig. I'll admit if I'm eating spicy food, I blow my nose. But if I'm with – People who care about that, then I wouldn't do. I wouldn't order spicy food. But if I'm at home and eating, eating spicy food, I of definitely course at do. home. What do you? But I'm saying. But I'm saying I'll do it. Like if I didn't know that it didn't. If I knew that it You'd, bothered you, I wouldn't do it. Right, but you would do it. If I was eating spicy food, I would do it. Oh God, Chelsea Peretti's here. Let's take a break. Oh, we'll have to roll in the jingle again. Oh. All right, shut the fuck up. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. And now, the voice of Jimmy Pardo for Audible.com. So you like Audible.com. You can, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Audible.com. Uh, Can't say it. Let's say it again. Are you a fan of Audible.com? I am a huge fan of Audible.com. Oh, Audible. It's all about Audible. Chelsea Peretti's here, everybody. Hello. Oh, Chelsea, Hello, you just my voice. You sound great. <clears throat> Oh, <laughs> Chelsea, our guy that writes jingles loves yes. you, and he uh, wanted to be here so bad. He really does. Where uh, is he? This is the story of my life well, with men. Well, he forgot to do a jingle for you, so he called me today and asked me if he could do it on the phone. So, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, ready? And then he wrote me a jingle, too. Okay. And I had a little more time with mine, it seems. I don't know why. Mm. But uh, could you play Chelsea's to make her feel welcome here? Do you have it? He did it on the phone. On the Todd Glass Show, <laughs> Chelsea Peretti on the Todd Glass Show. The Todd Glass Show has Chelsea. We love, love Chelsea. Chelsea Peretti, Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> Is this Chelsea from his rehab? <laughs> 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 the guy's in rehab. Wouldn't that be funny? He, yeah. he goes, I'll still send the jingles in. <laughs> I'll still send the jingles in. <laughs> doing some first step work. What did he do? Don't play mine. Well, play mine. I think <laughs> he, he made a new one for me. I, I'll be honest, Shell. Hold on. Hold, pause it. I, I love jingles. Yeah. I'm obsessed with jingles. Of course. And <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with a smile like that. Why wouldn't you love jingles? <laughs> yeah. They're fun to do, like when you say, we'll be right back. Yeah. Like, act like, tell the end of a joke. Everybody laugh really hard. We'll go, we'll be right back, and then you'll play this jingle. Or if you know a one liner, whatever you want to do. Like, and then we'll, one liner. I knew it as it came out of my mouth. You're going to judge me, aren't you? One liner. If you know a one liner, go ahead and talk yeah, like, about it. I was hoping why would a bird I would get live to in a say, shitty. Okay. I know. Uh, you do the one liner, I'll say we'll be right back. 
Oh, you want to say? Yeah. Say, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Tonka Glass Show. Okay. Why? I'll just do an old one. Everybody laugh hard. What? I thought, why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. Well, I love to hear Todd Glass. I love to hear his voice. I like it. I love to hear why him ramble I? on and on about, <laughs> about things you. he's passionate. I like it. He says, you know, it makes me feel good. I'm not just saying it, but I really do like it. Oh, I love to hear Todd Glass. I love to hear his voice. I love it when he prefaces every story so we know what he's talking about. That's... You know, it makes me feel. You put a little more effort into yours. Than yeah, Chelsea's. what the hell? Mine was like recorded <laughs> in his shower. Because mine he remembers. More thoughtful. Oh, I think that's enough. What is this? A, this is a sound alike. I love a rainy night. All right, that's enough. Come on, Chris, stop it. That's enough. Turn it off. It's it's actually rude now. We have a guest. Turn it off. You're being an asshole. You are being an asshole. Turn the fucking song off. Like when he makes those noises. Make noises? I don't make noises. Even when he uses the funny box to make it sound like people are calling in the show on their phone. We all know they're not. Hello? Am I on the air? I still kind (laughs) of like it. Kind of like it? This is an insult. You can't actually... Ah, <laughs> oh, Chelsea. God, whoa! That's a break right there. Take take a break again, real quick. Say we'll be right back and play that. Say we'll, we'll be right back. This has been the Todd Glass Show. Cheers. All right, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> the whole show is just you saying we'll be back. <laughs> all right, Chelsea. First of all, I said that, uh, I, I, you, we do this thing. I want to get right to it. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Hey, you, have you been all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you okay? I want to make sure you're okay. I'm great. I'm great. You look great. Thank you. What are you doing right now? Let uh, our listeners know. Some of them know you. Some of you don't. Then we'll get into the... the what do you point. mean? Just in you're working of... on a show right now, right? Oh, yes. I'm writing for Parks and Recreation, doing stand-up. I'm going to the San Francisco Sketch Fest soon, the Vancouver Comedy Festival. I'm going to Vancouver. You are? What day? I'm going to go early. I'm going in on I'm like... I'm going late. <laughs> I'm gonna go in. Just decided. I'm gonna go in on Monday or Tuesday because I'm at the oh, Acme in Minneapolis. Yeah, I'm gonna go be in Acme in Minneapolis the week before. I love mm. when I'm working a city. It's almost one of my most relaxing things to do. You're working a city. Minneapolis ends on a Saturday. Okay. But I don't leave on Sunday. I leave on Monday. So I wake up Sunday after my <laughs> Saturday shows. I enjoy it. And when I leave on Monday, I leave at five at night. I have no show in Vancouver. It's a pleasant day. Do you stroll around? I I just hang out with the staff mostly. Hmm. You know that's what, <laughs> I don't know what that meant. You, oh, I thought you meant when I was in the city. Do I stroll? Yeah, yeah. Mostly, my favorite thing to do at a club is hang out with the staff after it's all closed, and you just get a table somewhere at the club, and six of the staff members sit around and just talk and. Is smoke. this really true? Or you I just, swear to God, you want to seem like a comics comic? No, 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 no. <laughs> Let me you tell know you what? I'll tell you what I love. There's the glitz and the glam of the city, <laughs> but you know what I love? Just rolling up my sleeves, sitting down with the staff, eating a staff meal. Bobby, <laughs> staff meal. Bobby. <laughs> talking to some open micers, saying, hey, I love this thing, you love this thing. That's Todd. We're, we're cut from the same cloth, buddy. I, shut the <laughs> Okay, that's funny, and Thank I get you. it. And I take you. that. I have. To, I enjoy the joke, but yes, that is what I like to do. <laughs> that's amazing. And now, let me tell you something. Not in any I hold court way. Yeah, he asks for questions. 
What? You might ask for. Oh, polite. sometimes I go. Anybody have any questions? <laughs> no, I, don't. I swear to God, I don't. Why do I have to say I swear to God? Um, but I'm saying it has nothing to do with holding court because I love doing it. You know, my first three years into comedy, hanging out with the staff, the, a good staff. Do you call them the staff also? That's or all you... I call them. Yeah, I he doesn't know names at all. Are you no, good I'm at names? Go- I'm terrible. I'm horrible with names. Yeah. That's why I have everybody in here wearing name tags. So you're always going like, eh, this guy. Well, if it's. <laughs> I try to be warmer than that. <laughs> hey, maybe this guy over here can hey, get me a cheeseburger. Hey, fatso hey. over here. <laughs> what if you were that lazy? Yeah. You said, hey, fatso. Hey, short, short stuff over here is going to get me a Diet Coke, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> You're that. Hey, short stuff. Now you can try harder than that. Hey, fatso. <laughs> Excuse me, fatso. <laughs> I don't know your name. I don't know your name. <laughs> So I do like hanging out with the staff. Back yeah, to that, yes. it's fun. Yeah, it's very, sure, it's, it's sure. a lot of fun. <laughs> what do you like? A lot to, of crazy characters hey out there. I'm, you know, I've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, I know what I'm doing now. Yeah, you do. In the first week, I wouldn't have done this, but uh-huh. now I'm prepared to come back at people like you. Oh, oh what on you, this podcast? On this podcast, oh. you ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is journalism. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, actually, you know, Andy Kindler taught me how to say that. I have far less experience than you, so I mean, I, I, hey, all praise due to you and your system. I'm sort of a, uh, socially awkward at times, so I'll sometimes hang out a little bit, but I usually just go to my hotel and get on the internet. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? I can totally understand that. Like, it's not like I would. Some things I would be like, "Why do you? Why don't you do this?" Or what? With that, it's like it obviously is whatever you feel comfortable doing. I just so, assume no one wants to hang out with. Oh, uh, they do. Oh, they do. Trust me. You get a couple of staffers. <laughs> it's fun for them. You know, but I like hanging out with them the same. It's like mutual. It's not. I was just at a good club, by the way. I'm not talking about a club where the whole staff is bitter and angry. They have to right. work. I'm talking about a, where, the, where the staff is hip. Nice. Acme, nice. clubs like that. Right. Uh, 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 Atlanta, the Laughing Skull, where there's like a bunch of new really. Some, and some cities have a better comedy scene than others. Like Atlanta, yeah. the local comics. Uh, oh, by the way, I saw Wit today. Did I mention that? Yeah, it's Starbucks. Yeah, I'd like to give him a mention because I know, you know, please. Is this A. Whitney Brown or Whitney Cummings? <laughs> Wit. It's uh, not. It's it's better than both. Wit is like Prince. Whitner you know? Thomas. That's how he walks up to people. He goes like this. He goes, hey, my name's Wit. And he, and he, and he, uh, and he, and he puts his head in like a pigeon. Do you like it Prince? No, last week on the show, I was trying to imitate that sound. I was going, uh, come on, we have a guest. We don't want to make it look like do what we normally do. Uh, <laughs> good morning, so I'm trying to impress Chelsea. I want her to think it's a hip show. Hip. <laughs> uh, so anyway, last week on the show, I was trying to make that sound, and I tried, and no one could. I thought in my head I was doing a good the job. The very ending high-pitched sound? I was going, get that song. What's the song where it goes like this? I'll try to imitate it. I don't know how yeah. good I'm going to be, but let me try. Uh, I guess oh. it's, that was pretty good, actually. <laughs> um, uh, I tried to imitate it, and I was going, boom, and oh, then no one right, knew what right. I meant. But I thought, 
Do it again. Let me try to. Is, was I that far off? Like if you knew the Prince song, I did. And I and I went like this. You know the part that goes diddly diddly diddly. Boom. No. You wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Or right, play it again. Play it again. Uh. You deleted it. Diddly 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 do. Really? So if someone said for a million dollars, I think Chelsea, that you sh- instead of saying boom, what should do I go sh- kiss. Oh, I didn't. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Oh, kiss. Yeah. You, you thought they were saying boom? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they were saying. What did you think? Kiss. <laughs> oh, sorry. Put some echo in my voice. Kiss. All right, fuck it. I think it's close enough. All right, yeah. this is not right to make people listen to. It. It's fine. <laughs> I got one more thing. That's it? Uh, T-O-P-H-E-R. T-O-P-H-E-R. This is the guy that tweeted this. Mm-hmm. T-O-P-H-E-R. No, nothing bad. Nice guy. Um, he said, uh, hey, why did you make... I thought I made a joke. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, and I thought my numbers were right. I don't, maybe, I, maybe my numbers are wrong. I thought I saw someone that had 30,000 tweets and <laughs> 30 or 40 listeners. Uh, now, there's wait, a chance it was, it was 13,000. followers. I think it was 13,000 tweets. Right. And thirty followers, uh-huh. and I went. If, if why don't you just why don't you just talk to them, right? Well, because there's so few, you're saying you could just call you each other. You just them. call each other and have a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing. Every time you have an idea, you just call thirty people. And, eh, so here's a joke I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's a lot of people for that. If yeah, you, you know think what? About you have that. a point. <laughs> so you know what the guy wrote? He goes, Todd, you made fun of people that have. He basically it seemed like he was saying, why Why is that wrong? Why is that funny if someone has so many tweets and so little followers? Right. And, and, and by the way, it's not like, you know, I think, oh, because I have so many. I don't. Compared to comics, I'm minuscule. And I guess I'm apologizing. Because you know what? Mm. If you enjoy tweeting, I don't care if you have one follower. And I'm not even being sarcastic. I don't want to be that guy that's negative about it. I, I, got, I choose my battles. Right. I don't but want to I, be that guy. Why aren't the people in the tweets? Let them do what they want. They're enjoying tweeting. Maybe people aren't following him. Are you defending because- him or me? You, but maybe, oh, maybe well, I won't maybe, have it. Maybe, maybe people aren't following him because he's clogging everybody's tweets. You know, he's putting thirty thousand tweets, so people are like this guy. He's just tweeting every five minutes. Oh, that's. Oh, you true. think he started with a huge number of? Yeah, followers. yeah. Maybe no. he started with like ten thousand. It's not. By the way, down. the guy that tweeted me that said, "Why was I thinking it was funny to make fun of them?" I don't think that's the guy I was referencing. It was somebody else. But anyway, that's all I want to say. Yeah. All right, so here you are, Chelsea. If you attack people on Twitter that have a low follower, like say someone's mean to you and you say something about people, then other people with low followers get angry because they feel what's well, not. I think in a way they're, they're, that I was not wrong because my joke wasn't that mean, but like, you know, who cares? Like, yeah, he, I think his what if he was if his question is genuine, like it's not the end of the world. But why? Why is that funny to make fun of them? But here's what I think is He's interesting. Right. Like. It's always for me on Twitter, the people that say the meanest and most critical things. And it's always people like, you should be funnier. Hey, try a funny tweet or something. And it's always those people. When I go look at them, they have 15 to 30 followers. Always. No one with a lot of followers does that. And why? Because they're too busy like being funny or they have social graces. That's why people like them. Do you know what's funny? That's a, I mean, I'm, I'm being totally genuine. That's such a good point, and I love that uh, you're, you're the second person that told me that, and it's told true. Like, almost n- 99% of the time, I'm saying 99, 100% of the time so far. I'm sure there's exceptions as everything. But, like, somebody told me that, and I looked at that, I go, oh, the meanest. And then it makes you feel better. And look, we've already been through it. It shouldn't bother you. But I want to I want to yeah. move right past that. Sometimes it does, but you get a grip of it. You get it. Yeah. I, I've been, said this a million times on the show. It's okay. 
People, social media has done more good things than bad things. I right. don't want to be the person that goes, the problem with, no, there's more great things that happen with social media. This is one thing. It's no big deal. I can handle it. And while it happens, I make fun of it. Sometimes it frustrates me. Yeah. But, it, but it's okay. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. I don't feel like, I wish people. No, on a good day, you go, okay, the, the, yeah, the good outweighs the bad. People write some such kind, nice things sometimes that really make you feel, oh, cool, they like that show. Yeah. That was cool. And um, so, uh, but yeah, I looked, I started doing it after the person told me, like, I'm like, oh my God, look at that. They have like, sometimes like one follower, literally, sometimes 40 followers. Right. And then, and then you look at all their other tweets and that makes you feel better too. Oh, here's something I'll do too. Is They're I, all mean. They're all mean. Everything they tweet mean, is mean. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you're just mean to everyone. And it'll be to huge celebrities. And you're like, oh, you're just mean to everyone. Like right. no matter who they are or how successful or whatever. And, uh. That's but what really I what good. I like to do is if they have all like unfunny tweets, I'll go through and just like sarcastically fave like one of their shittiest <laughs> tweets. <laughs> After they've critiqued me, I'm just like, oh, okay, let me. Uh, if, like, this guy was insane. My stuff wasn't funny, and then he had like the worst tweets I'd ever read in my life. I'm just like, star, 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 star. <laughs> See you around town. <laughs> So here's what Chelsea does that makes me – we do this all the time when we see each other. I do a version of it. I talked about it before you got here. Uh-huh. Um, is, the, is the temperature good in here? It's great. It's right. great. It's very cozy. It smells good. It's a nice uh, nice like, vibe. I like it to be nice. I like to have fun. You know? You're like the situation on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> you like to take care of the family. Yeah. <laughs> is it wrong I sort of like the situation in a weird way? No, how can you not? There's yeah. some stuff to like. I mean, he cooks for them. Honestly, that, that, that alone – Someone make hey, I made a big family meal for everyone. It's like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I do sort of my version of it, but mine's different than Chelsea's. I do the home. Sh- I don't do the home shoppers. I do, <laughs> you know, like when they're trying to say, I do that bit about ShamWow. I wipe up juice. You wipe up this. You wipe up that. You wipe up this. <laughs> and then I, but but Chelsea does a very specific thing. Bobby, are you okay over I'm there? Aaron. You look good. Thank you. Takes care of himself. He's sixty three. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, Jet black hair. <laughs> So uh, Bobby still looks twelve to me, but so anyway, that's so anyway. So she does on the Home Shoppers Network where they're talking about a piece of jewelry, and mm-hmm. they have the gift of fucking gab. Yeah, and they and you said the other day that you said they make up constantly make up colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> making up colors. And until you said it, I went, yeah, what the fuck? And then when you rewatch it, you're like, yeah, what are they making up colors for? So can we start? Like, what do you want to do with like a necklace? <laughs> and you want to just talk about it? Well, yeah. It, yeah, I and can I be the guy? I don't have to be anybody, but there is a guy usually that doesn't say as much or a girl. Yeah, you're the main person. This person, right. when you need two seconds to think of something, right, that's all they right, have to up or right. You're and, the the refill person. Yeah, I think as a matter of fact, the first person is so good that the second person, all they really have to do is take a. Uh, when the other person needs to take a breath, they say something like, yes, I was at a party and I saw that. Boom, the other person takes it back for another three minutes. Right, straight. right, right. Okay. So, <clears throat> I have so, a lot of phlegm right now going. So That's okay. That's okay. You want to b- cough it into a napkin and put it on the table? That's what we <laughs> talked about before the show. People Blowing the nose at the table, uh, Chelsea. And then setting the, t- the tissue on the table. What did I just say? It's bad enough if you blow it and you shove it back in your yeah. pocket. That grosses me out. I think you're supposed to excuse yourself. You're not yeah. supposed to do it at the table. We just had this conversation. Yeah. The rules might have changed, but a long time ago, I, it's always weird when I'm repeating myself within the same show. But yeah. people who are listening get it. It's I'm, I'm talking. You're, it's, you're, well, you know you're what? crazy. When so, if, if no, if somebody else, I'm going to defend myself here. I, I don't want to do it too much. But if you were to party and you were all talking about something, and then somebody else joined the party, no one would freak out if you went. Yeah, we were just talking about that, and you backtrack a little to fill that person in. That's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And the, right. and other people are listening, and that's so it is are, okay. Are new listeners tuning in right now? No. 
Oh, that's why I'm saying they've had to hear this already. Yeah. But anyway, I said I said that on a long time ago in Hollywood Squares, that one of the questions was like, "Hey, is it okay to blow your nose at the dining room table yeah. from, hey. from Ann Landers Manners magazine or whatever?" And yeah. they said, uh, "Yes." The answer was yes. It's okay. And oh. I said, "I don't care. Yeah. I don't care." It's fuck wrong. Ann Landers. Yeah, fuck her, that fucking fuck. <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You heard it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this with Chelsea Peretti. And now, a word from the hilarious Andy Kindler about Audible.com. What do you think of Audible.com? They're good, right? You know, when I, when I want to have things Audible and I need it to be in website form, I go to Audible.com there, that's for that. all of my Audible needs. Why am I doing a promo when I don't get... Am I getting a free thing? Shut the fuck up. Isolate that. I guess Andy Kindler. <laughs> I get David Spade, Andy Kindler. People love Audible. What can I do? We have a dog on the show. His name is Audible. And he's cute. Do you see him? Where he's, is he? He's sitting right over there behind the couch. Isn't he adorable? Oh, <laughs> he's fresh. What if you're like, I don't see him. <laughs> he is okay, so, I was, I got to say, so disappointed. Like, my heart just fell 10 stories. Oh, you really thought we had a dog? Yeah, I was oh. so excited. I was like, where is he? You love little puppies? I do. Let's go to a uh, little puppy farm. Yeah. All right. So what are you going to sell us today? We're here on the Home Shoppers Network. Okay. Now, these are just in, um, and you've got to get excited for this. And a lot of times, even though we get a big shipment in, they do go faster. You have to have your phone at the ready and really take this in as fast as you can. This is a deep, deep ruby red candle holder. As you can see, there's all kinds of texture all throughout. And as I move my hand ever so slightly, you see how little that hand movement is? And there's so much light bouncing off this piece. I mean, this is something you could imagine in a castle. You can, you, <laughs> you can see a prince or princess handing this off and just thank you and thank you, sir. And, and there's just so much power in this piece. It's something that you could set on a tabletop and just have that be the only thing there. And people say, hey, what is that? You know, everyone's kind of clamoring to get the story and you can tell them. The story is that it was made in uh, Massachusetts, and these are all hand done. Hand Every, pound, one time you said hand, hand pounded. pounded. Everything, what does that even mean? everything you see here, it's all that texture in through here, and then up it goes into a nice narrow mouth that you don't see that often. That's something that's pretty rare. Um, it's do just, it until you can't it, do it, it anymore. It just goes from a deep, heavy, and that's durable the base here, but goes right up into a very delicate <laughs> mouth, and that's something that really is going to throw a lot of light. You're going to get those those. Um, um, reflections of the light dancing in a circular pattern <laughs> off your ceiling. And, and we have the lights off here now, yeah, and you can and you look can up on the it. ceiling. I mean, it's, it's like you have a second piece up there on your ceiling. People <laughs> will ask you, is that a second art installation in your home? And you say, no, actually, that's part and parcel of this um, antique glass. This is all ruby red. And that I'll tell you, this is a dye that is not custom in the U.S. <laughs> it's something that they do have to ship in, and we get it into the factories here, and they go ahead and hand <laughs> Mix that <laughs> with the glass, so it you gotta get nothing. You get antique glass blowers that we've recommissioned to come out here and just uh, inhabit a farm that really <laughs> that really just pushes these pieces out and gets oh. them to your table. So it's it's a magical story, and it takes us throughout all the times right into the now. It's a contemporary piece, but it has an <laughs> antique feel. So and for twenty two dollars, you you can't lose. Yeah. I mean, you're getting the best of both worlds. You can go down a, a trip down memory lane with this piece, put a doily under it, and give it a kind of old-timey classic Really show look. it off. That's right. Showcase it. You know, give it to your grandmother <laughs> as a birthday. 
birthday gift or as a, hey, just thinking of you gift. I gave them for Christmas gifts. I got 12 of them, and I didn't have to think at all during Christmas. You, yeah, you can. each person feels like they've gotten a different gift. And each person got a different <laughs> gift. That's right. You just put a different ribbon. Everyone feels like it speaks to them in a different way. Maybe you have a little girl. She says, I feel like a princess. You know, your grandfather, he's like, this is a classic heavy piece, you know. and uh, It's manly, and it's also very feminine, and it does everything for everybody, and it will please everybody. It's a crowd pleaser. It's a people pleaser, but in a good way. You know, that's something that says, hey, over here, psst, psst, over here. <laughs> and it, it takes you by the hand, and it leads you down this beautiful path. That And it really throws off a lot of light, and I was the surprised. Light, it, the, it's high volume, the light that comes off of this. If you that wick see, looks thicker than other wicks. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and light up 10 of these, just so you can see. <laughs> if you put them in groups, you get a whole different effect. And that's something that, you know, a lot of people will just get one. They want something real simple, but you can also go ahead and, and parcel them into tens or parcel them into twos or threes. Some people, I saw a woman, she had a doily with four of them on it and it looked exquisite. <laughs> so it really is a magical, it's just a, a masterpiece. Can you keep doing this? I mean, I could do this forever. You really can, can't you? Yeah. Like, I'm usually someone will get... <laughs> You're waiting for me to tire. I'm like, I'm like, oh my, this is so, and you know why to me that's so funny is because that's 98% truth. Once in a while. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm just I'm just breaking it down because to show how funny that is. Once in a while, you go, okay, they might not say that. But right. that's, that's rare. Everything right. you're saying is exactly what it would well, say. Well, I was even, normally I'm more true to it, but I'm like, well, this is a podcast. I should try to be more entertaining. So I did some more absurd things. <laughs> but like normally, I keep it as boring and dull as those shows are, do, and I do never the, deviate. Do the, uh, like where it's a, uh, it's a, um. A, like a bracelet. a bracelet. Oh, and it's all like what you could wear it with and everything. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like, go ahead so I can enjoy yeah. it. I'm going to smoke a little. <clears throat> All right, and now we do have an exciting piece coming out, ladies. So, ladies, stay glued to your television right now. I'm going to drag this little box out here, and women love little boxes. What's inside? <laughs> you know, you get excited just to see the box. The box itself. And it's- <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to tell you the box itself could be a gift. A gift uh, the box is- but by the way, they would really know, say that. I know, I know. Hey, it should be noted, the box itself, I mean, this is, it has a crystal look to it. It's not crystal, of course but it's a very high grade plastic that's uh created in a it's on a molecular level it really is <laughs> created to simulate a crystal a fine crystal so this box is nothing to sneeze at ladies it's something <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, it's something you can store jewelry in if you want to just uh, throw a handful a handful of pearls in there and just set it out in your restroom. Throw a soap uh, bar of soap in there, and you have a little soap holder. Whatever you want to do with it, you know, it's a fun box. So inside here, as I open it up, you can see there's a beautiful Chelsea. Amp- I'm going to do the worst thing in the world. I want my friend Brian, who's walking in right now, to hear this whole bit. So I'm stopping you. I don't care if it's right or wrong. I, I don't want... I just... I get... Th- I thoroughly enjoy this. Let me tell you, while you're doing it, you do it as long as you can do it. Don't ever stop unless you want to. You can do it five seconds and stop. I get... Th- because like I said, like, well, Brian's walking up. It's whenever anything is just pure comedic because you're hitting it right on the head. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Yes. Oh, so so uh, this is my friend Brian Silbert, everybody. Brian. <clears throat> uh, uh, you know how I'll do home sh- I do like the ShamWow thing. Yes. Chelsea, you want to grab a seat over here and get some headphones on? Hey, let's take a break, <laughs> and, we'll t- and we'll come right back, okay? You have something? Yeah. Go ahead. Time for dancing. 
They're a crazy, wacky pair, Sanford and Son. And they're so crazy. They sell junk in the yard. Oh, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. Oh, 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 Somebody, uh, there we go. We took a quick break. Somebody sent us in the uh, Sanford and Son words. Play that. Play that again. I love this. Somebody just makes me laugh. It's so silly. Sanford and Son. These are the words. They're a crazy, wacky pair. Sanford and Son. <laughs> They're so crazy. I pause that. I play. Uh, I want Brian to hear everything. Play "Love a Rainy Night." You want him to hear that too? Sorry, I got to go through everything. Oh, Brian, listen to this. That's what I do when people get here late. I love to hear his voice. I love to hear him ramble on and on about things he's passionate. You like it? Uh, you know it makes back to the show. So uh, she's doing the one on the Home Shoppers Network that can talk about a bracelet for ten hours straight. And go, 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 go ahead, go. This is the case it comes in. <laughs> I love that you're in the world. You're pointing to the actual this is the case. Prop. Well, we have a case here, so <laughs> yeah. that's what the jewelry comes in. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry to do this to you. No, I'm not. <clears throat> So I'm just going to ease the top of this box off here, and you can oh, you can already see it peeking out at you. Look at that color. Would you look at that deep purple? And they're really, you don't see amethyst like this often. I'm just going to pull it out. Look at the weight here. I mean, my God, it almost hurts my four fingers, and that's, that's saying a lot because I carry a lot of pieces in this, uh, in this job. So this is an amethyst collar. You can see that it's about two knuckles wide here. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and as I, I can just clip it and glide it right on onto the wrist. Look how it hangs. It's just so natural. Looks like I've owned it all my life. And I think that most ladies will agree if you put that on, you're just going to feel like it's a piece you were born wearing. It's something that people will comment on, but it can also be something that's a little more low key that just kind of hangs around. You pair it with a sweater and it just looks like it belongs. Now this is amethyst, but it's also, as you can see, it's just inside. There's a little etching of a schoolboy, and what this schoolboy's doing, he's just kicking a little ball around and it's, it's something that it's mid-century. It's a mid-century piece. <laughs> and the gold, I mean, it just makes his face. Doesn't it look like it's glowing? Let's get a close up and just look at his cheeks. You can see, you can imagine a rosy cheek even though that's in gold it's just a beautiful piece no, you can't. and if we look in the box there's actually one more addition so before you decide hey am i am i going to get this piece am i going to wait for another piece go ahead and look in this box and see that there's a charm here and this attaches to this bracelet okay giving it a whole different look and that clips wanna, on so easy it clips on it's like a dream right it clips right on no you can see i don't have to struggle with it <laughs> they would say stuff like that. I, it's just oh. it's easy peasy one two three and just clips right on and uh and as you can see when it dangles it just casts light off of it in a way <laughs> in a way that i as someone obsessed with light i really appreciate that and also just obsessed with slight movements of my wrist <laughs> Slight movement of the wrist. Who the fuck cares? You just a slight movement of that see wrist. That it's just a slight movement of the wrist, and that term is just dangling around. It's just like a wind chime. It's just look at it go. It's, oh, now I see over here. Uh, Wendy's wearing it as a necklace. Yeah, that's right, and that's something that I was going to get to. You're jumping the gun, but I love that you're excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you can see this crystal box. Next to it is a velvet pouch. And inside of there, we do have... Little... By the way, it's pushing it at velvet, I guarantee you. <laughs> it's an imitation crush velvet. And what we have... <laughs> but you know what? I tell you, by God, it feels like the same thing. I mean, you can't tell the difference. I think if you blindfolded someone, they would guarantee it was velvet. And that's how you know. It's just the craftsmanship that we're looking for here. Unfake velvet. <laughs> <laughs> great, great craftsmanship on fake velvet. That's the real. That's where you get the real craftsmen wanting to work in the fake velvet business. You know, they really do a number with this. And you know, they could have gone with a purple thread here on the seams, but they went ahead and did gold, and it's just lovely. It's gold is it more expensive? <laughs> it's gold thread. It's just a lovely detail. And I gotta tell you what, you can put tie this pouch onto your belt. It looks like a fun accessory. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the girls around you will love it and it's and children will go and grab for it and things like that and it's just fun for the family <laughs> it's something that's a it gives everyone a little something different to do in the home so over here these inside this pouch you have little ingots and what you can do is basically take that bracelet off you see as i'm doing and remove the charm set that to the side and then we just place these pieces in one after the other you see they just fit together like a bit of like a chicken foot <laughs> that was a misstep. <laughs> chicken foot was a misstep. She would never say that. Okay. Like a Chinese, uh, you know, dim sum chicken foot. Well, our so. guest is Chelsea Peretti. I go very like old school all of a sudden. <laughs> our guest is Chelsea Peretti. Hey, um, you know that song? Uh, wow, you really, you really soured on that. Uh, oh no, bit. no, no! I want. You know what? I thought. I'm going to wait, and then we're going to do it later. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask, here's what I was going to do, here, to let you know what goes in my head. It's funny, in your perception, I soured on right, it. Right, right. I no, have no, no self-esteem. No, no, it's okay. I'm the same way. Oh, great. You know, this is a, a comfortable environment for yes. people here. You don't, yes. you don't attack someone's vulnerability, uh, <laughs> right? I can't say that word. Attack someone's attacks vulnerability. Them. Attacks their vulnerability. Don't attack someone's vulnerability. Their vulnerability. Do you know we have a cat? You have a cat in no, no, studio? No, 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 no. We don't have a cat. We really do have a cat that... Uh, that he's been in the show and mm -hmm. he's sending in. It's really weird. Do you mind? Can I play one of the two? Sure, I would love that. Okay, there's a cat and he's making. I think he thinks it's like the <laughs> Howard Stern show. So the cat was here once as a guest. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's whenever Rory's here, this cat comes along and won't right. shut up. Right. Sings along. Uh, but uh, so he loves the show. He's a fan. Yes, but he's sending in crank phone calls. You know, some of the guys <laughs> on the Howard Stern crew. Right. They send in crank phone mm -hmm. calls. Howard plays them, but you can't even understand what the cat's saying. Wow. It's very hard. There's two of them, and I got, the second one I figured out what's going on. But it's okay. like, I think he gets angrier than the people. You know, play the number one. Play number <laughs> one. Refrigerator running. I mean, I, that's like the oldest. Right, bit. right. But he seems like he's having fun. And Thank she, you. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea, when he loves saying it, she right. goes, yes, it, it is you running. Love it. it does. Like, he's really loving these. Well, the next one, I almost want to tell you what he does. Right. Um, he calls these people and he acts like he's somebody's, a girl's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I'm being, uh, you, you can sort of figure it out. But that's what he's doing. He's calling under the pretenses that he, this girl picks up the phone and he acts like he's her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And she's, and he's like captured or something, or someone has him hostage. 
So it doesn't. This is this one ends up just. I, it's yeah, just weird. sounds dark. <laughs> it was a little dark. She gets angry. This girl gets angry. How does it end? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She thinks it's her boyfriend now. Um, he does such a good job. Friend and he was being yeah. held hostage. I guess but the she cat. obviously signed the release, so in the end, she was fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you couldn't get that unless someone signed a release. You are on a, 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 a show. you know, she was at least she wanted the money or she was fine with it on some level. I saw the uh, did you see The Descendants? I did. And uh, you always afraid? To, are you afraid to give your opinion of a movie before the other person does? It depends who I'm with or who the person is. Good call. I mean, right? good uh, honest answer. Um, honest sidestep. What's that mean? I mean, like if I don't want to say, yeah, I'm scared. I always I'll just go. Oh, it depends on the person. You depends know? on the person. So, so okay, I can still have integrity. Do you want to go first? On my opinion? Yeah. Oh, I'm fine to. Yeah, but who, who, who directed it? Would they ruin my career? No. Uh, <laughs> don't mention. Quote, unquote, yeah. career. Yeah. <laughs> my big movie career. So, um, somebody made a. a, a okay. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. Go ahead. Well, my main issue is that George Clooney, right? Handsome guy. Known for his handsomeness. They put him in like mom khakis hiked up to his belly button and like weird long hair. And then he doesn't seem to love kids. You know what I mean? It's just like, I think that he's a little out of his element. And it's like, he, I don't think he's old enough that we need to do that to him yet. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Is this the opposite of No, no, no. But I love it. Because let me tell you something. And by the way, get be right back, Shreddy. Because we're going to go through a lot of them in this show. <laughs> <clears throat> You're like, let me tell you something. Get a break ready. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I love, I love saying we'll be right back. Yeah. And if they're not ready, it ruins the comedic timing oh, of it. yeah, yeah. Like, well, let me give you an example of how good it can be. Mm-hmm. Say something sad about your family, like the worst thing you could bring to the microphone right now. Here's the guy who doesn't know when to take breaks. Uh, my father passed away last night. We'll take a break. We'll find out the rest of the story. We'll be right back. Yes. How did he die? I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, do, we, we do should the... have nailed that. We should have nailed that, like, serious return from the break. And then I tell you seriously. Oh, you want to do died. it again? Yeah. Hey, so uh, I know you've had a lot going on in your life. And, yes. And uh, what's... Uh... You want to share with everybody? Uh, it's been a rough week. My dad died last night. Oh, my God. We'll take a break. We'll find out how Chelsea's dad died. We'll be right back right after this. Kiss. How did he die? He was <laughs> stabbed in an alley. We'll find out what alley right after this. <laughs> you know what you should play next? The, uh, the one, the uh, only the good survive. Only the strong survive. All right. So um, what were we just talking about? I know we were, we were, My dad. No, 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 no. <laughs> we were going somewhere. 
Uh, the Descendants. The oh, Descendants. Yes, yeah. Well, I think this is a really interesting thing. Like, I'm. Conf- I think it's okay to hear what you just said. I feel, but I always feel like, oh, my opinion. That'd be isn't- funny if my dad really did die last oh, night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just blowing past it, like ah, oh, great bit. All right, so the Descendants. <laughs> We do the bad sound effects person, like the guy. Like, you know, it's a show where you can talk about whatever. This guy just doesn't know when to play it. Right, so you're like, right. Well, it's just no one wants to see their, uh, no one ever wants to bury their child. Right. <laughs> All right. Come on. We're not a morning show that does that shit. It's disrespectful. Played it. You're going to, you're. Truly. That is, you know what? You might think it's funny now, and I know when you can't, st- I can't stop you from doing it, but you're going to fucking lose your job. I hope it's worth it. He, does, he just thinks it's funny to play whatever he wants. Go ahead. It's funny, Chris. I do like this song, though. Yeah, this is fun. Chelsea that Peretti. was unexpected. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> you like to sing this song That is with me? the worst post-parental death song. What did you say this was? Papi Petipi. No, Papi Petipi. I like singing along. All right, we're getting a little crazy there. We're getting a little crazy. This what am I? Like this is crazy. Dadaism. Hey, this is crazy. Um, my stepdad literally said when I was home mm-hmm. that he thinks he doesn't get any respect at work. <laughs> and I said, what are you, Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> he literally said that. He goes, I feel like I don't get any respect. I go, are you setting me up for bits? All right, so. Wait, that was in Philly? That was in Philadelphia, yeah. Um, which I love going. My mom knows that I always concern how many dogs she has. So I always go, how many dogs do you have? She goes, just three. <laughs> and then I come home. I go, what about that one? She goes, I'm watching it for a neighbor. Yeah, forever. Uh, and then she literally. A neighbor a d- who passed. <laughs> <laughs> a neighbor who passed. <laughs> All right. So listen. So so uh, I was home. Yes. You asked me why I was home, right? No. Yes, you did. did what I? was I talking about? <laughs> no, Philly. You were talking about uh, the descendants. No, no. Before that, dogs. there was just something, Brian. You look. Oh, my mom lies about how many dogs she has. Yeah. So I go. <laughs> what about the dog on Steve? Like it's her husband. I. What about the dog laying on his chest? She goes. Oh, that's so small. It doesn't even count. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Can we get a total here? <laughs> Always can go to Dave's Barbershop. Hey, if you're in the Philadelphia area and you need a haircut, why not to go to an, a historical barbershop? This barbership's been around for a long time. I know my sister-in-law, Merle, got handed it down from her dad, Dave. Matter of fact, that's where my brother met his wife, Merle, because we go in there as young boys and we would get our haircut. Then eventually, the father, Dave, brought his daughter in and my brother, <laughs> Spencer, ended up marrying her. And that's my sister-in-law, Merle. Dave's Barbershop in old downtown Philly. You can't get to a nicer part of Philadelphia and get a haircut. You go in there, you get your haircut in an old school barbershop. That's hip and current. She knows her shit. What if the commercial went horribly bad all of a sudden? She knows her shit. You get in there, you meet Merle. She's fantastic. Not only do you get an awesome haircut, and by the way, when I'm in Philly, who cuts my hair? You're damn right I go down to Merle because she knows what she's doing. Anyway, Merle, it's Dave's Barbershop. Ask for Merle, and she'll tell you stories about me when I was younger, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to go to Dave's Barbershop, and you're going to leave happy. Okay, now what were you saying? Oh, so, <laughs> that's all real. Everything I just said was real. Whoa, really? Swear to God. Swear to God. Except you go there. No, I go there. Yeah, it's my sister-in-law's barbershop. Have Why you would that be the one thing? Barbershop, whatever. Is this one of your bits? No, have you ever told, whatever you tell them, they just do whatever they want? Yes and no. I found a woman at, I'm not even going to, you know, I found a girl, uh, it's called Supercuts. No, not Supercuts, the other one, the other chain. It's fantastic Sam's. Fantastic Sam's. 
Five, six years machine, cutting my hair. Here's what she can do. Copy whatever I have done. So if, if my hairstyle changes, like last year, I go, it's probably time to stop pushing it forward, mm-hmm. like friends, mm. you know? So I just have to go then to a good place, get them to cut it, walk in there the way they comb it, and she can mimic it. Yeah. $15, she doesn't just do what you're talking about, where they just do whatever they want. But yes, 99% of the time, you go to a lot of barbers, you just talk and talk and talk, and they go, bang, bang, bang. But that's why the 10% that are good, it's like comedians. Most comedians suck. Most barbers yes. suck. Most haircutters suck. Yeah. It's and crazy. then there's probably 20% that are great. It's unbelievable. And there's a difference. Yeah. There is a difference. Massive. Even, yeah. Have you ever yelled at someone cutting your hair? No. I just get really, really quiet and really like withdrawn and I can't do a poker face. So if I, and I hate most haircuts, so <laughs> it just gets really uncomfortable and I'm like, they show, they're like spinning you around in the chair. And so you never you. say stop. It's too short. Well, I had a disastrous haircut recently <laughs> where a lady literally picked up half of my hair and just cut it like, oh. in the air just half of the side of my head very close to my head and I was like this I've never seen this I've never seen and then oh. it was just this terrible haircut where I had basically the front half of my hair was in a bob and the rest was do you have long. any pictures you should tweet I do. them I do they're too do. bad it's too bad um but I'm still growing it out. You still with me? I'm, of um, course I am with you. Yeah, still growing it out. But. Don't ever insult me. I'm the best <laughs> host there is. Well, not really. You ha- how dare you insult my? I'm still going to hear my. I'm still going to give my version for anybody that thinks. Does Todd drive the show? Yeah. Yes. You're going to finish what you're talking about. Then I'm going to give my opinion on the Descendants. I'm done. Oh, I want to hear your opinion on the. Descendants. No, you weren't done. I am done. It's it's that I just got a bad haircut. <laughs> it's a really short story. Hi, mom. She used to tell me stories. She used to tell me that only the strong would survive. I remember because I would, can I have some echo? <laughs> I would be like, I was sitting around my house. One time I asked my mom, I was like, asked for her advice. And I remember she told me this. That's right. That's what my mother would say. She sounded like Elvis. All right, shut this bit off. At least that, that was a big setup for nothing. <laughs> Sometimes that happens on the show. I take it down a road. I like route. it, though. You're just craving it. I take it down a road, and then I don't. it doesn't excite me to go down that road. <laughs> I thought ideas were going to come into my you head. You start backing up the cars in reverse for 20 miles. <laughs> exactly. I get nervous. I throw that in park. I yeah. fucking, you know. So we were talking about uh, my, my opinion on the Descendants. Yes. So I always feel like when I give my opinion, I have to say that, like, but, but I know that I'm wrong probably. Oh, mine isn't educated. Because a lot of times, I'll, if I, especially if I really like a movie that someone else didn't like, mm-hmm. I think, well, maybe, you know, I don't notice those things. Like my friends out of the business don't know about comedy. You know, I think, mm-hmm. what? But, right, right. But, but that said, here was, here's what I thought. I, and I'm prefacing <laughs> this much because I feel completely different than you. Here's oh, what I took out of it. Oh. But it's all right, right? Sure. We're we'll friends. See, well, we're still going to be friends, right? Let me hear the opinion. First. You blow your nose into a napkin? No. So we're no. going to be friends. Okay. And you're clean. You look nice. Thank you. We're, we're always going to be friends. <laughs> so anyway, no, I really liked it. I really liked it. There were things I didn't like about it, but um, I thought it gave a new level to what real is. Like there were some moments, even though I didn't like all of them, but I thought some of them. Like I can't look at someone when I have an opinion because you know why? If they don't look like they agree, I look like I, feel, I have to preface it. I go, well, no, no, not like. So I just have to look into this, you know. So anyway, I thought like if if I was giving a review on this movie and I wasn't yeah. looking at anybody's face in the room, like yeah. because when people agree, it makes you say it more. But if you see people recline, you want to go, no, 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 you I don't mean. You want to qualify, time, yeah. I th- so I'm going to look down. I should get a cardboard box, and I should put it around me when I need <laughs> yeah. to have moments like this. Yeah. I actually thought about doing that. A fort feeling. A fort feeling. When I need to have a moment on the show where I can go 
off, ramble, and it and and it's not the type of uh, not not the portion of the show where everyone gets to have their opinion. You need a moment all by yourself, and that's what I'm going to do. Can you build me one of those, Katie? Yes. Oh Jesus! God forbid she does anything with uh, with carpentry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so, um, yeah, I thought, I thought uh, and again, the only reason I'm saying I didn't love everything about it because I thought there were some things I would have done completely different, but I enjoyed enough out of it, uh, the, you know, being able to take that awkwardness, yelling at that girl in the coma and having that be fucking hilarious and sad. I, I remember thinking, I'm not laughing. You know, people go, oh, you were laughing so hard you started to cry. Mm-hmm. No, no. I was laughing so hard, started to cry on the other emotion, not the laughing emotion. When they were yelling at me. Now, it's funny. You'll remember if you didn't take this from the film. I happened to watch it with three other people. Did we experience something? You know, sometimes you go, this is funny, right? And then someone else could watch it at their house and go, no, that wasn't meant to be funny. Wasn't it meant to be funny when they're complaining and they cut to her in the most sad condition of her life in the coma? And they're like, look what you did. And so, and, and they cut to her. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone laughed in the theater I was in. Oh, You're we saying, did really wait, I, hard. And I don't think we should be guilty for it. I think it was this crazy twisted. Here's this person in a coma and he's yeah. still going through some emotions that she cheated. And right. So I don't know. I think I might have had I, – well, and I'm okay to say maybe – you know, they go, it's well, however you perceive it. Yeah. No, no, no. That's bullshit. He had something in mind, and I think I might be right. Oh, you're saying when he found out that she had cheated and he goes and yells at her? There's two moments where that happens, and they cut to her, and it's like this doesn't happen in any other movie when someone's in a coma and they're being yelled at. Yeah. And then the cut shot to them is – that's like morbidly funny. At least to us, it was. No, I think that could be totally funny. I would go darker with it, though. What would you do? Like slap her around. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then also, I guess I'm a sap for anything that makes you try to. I look. I'm not acting like some superhero because it's it's always a battle. But anything that gives me to to try to shed the bullshit. So cliche, but constantly needed to be reminded. Like, someone there just fucking, it just sucked the soul. It's made me so sad. It sucked the life out of me. Her in a coma. Like, that's what he was looking at. And at the end, and let me just say one more thing. (laughs) At the end, through all the bullshit, hey, it worked for me, you know, when he was just saying goodbye to her, he still fucking loved her and missed her. And he was, after all that, that scene to me was like fucking just really hard to watch when he was finally saying goodbye and letting go of the anger and just talking to her. I thought he did an unbelievable job there. Hmm. So anyway, there's there's that. It's so weird because I cried in the movie Glitter, <laughs> and I didn't. I don't know if I cried in this movie, but um. By the way, the people <laughs> that I was with, nobody cried. Oh, okay. That's funny that you say that because I was thinking. I mentioned it. I did the Doug, Doug Benson interruption show uh, in Vegas, and I mentioned that. I said, yeah, the three. I was with three girls, and none of them cried. Yeah. Heartless whores. That's yes. who I hang out with. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll Wait! talk. About- I didn't get to say my opinion about this coma thing. Oh, go ahead. Is that I feel like her lips were all crusty and stuff. And like, (laughs) why didn't anyone at the hospital like clean her hair or lips? Like, what what was that hospital staff up to? <laughs> Just reading magazines and stuff? Like, Well, she was putting the makeup on her. Remember when he said you're putting makeup on a corpse? Yeah. That was meant to be that was sad a good, and That funny. was a good line. Yeah. That was a good you're putting line. putting makeup on a corpse. That's so mean to say to someone. Yeah. But he couldn't fucking take her. You're yeah. putting makeup on a corpse. She's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so mean to say. Yeah, Did you see the movie, Bobby? Oh. What do you like to see? Okay. You like yeah. movies? We were on the road. Bobby would, you know, he'd, he'd say, I like to color. I'd buy him coloring books and he'd really? stay in the, stay in the hotel. That's fun. It's yeah. meditative. It's a good time. What are we... Uh, so I have so much to talk about. Do you know the... Uh, this is something we referenced last week. Did, were we all done? Did yeah. we all clean we're, up here? We're good. We're good. 
You know that song, Shut Up Your Face? No. I apologize for doing this to you while you're here, but I just, a lot of our listeners, Andy Kindler wrote that song. You know that song, well, What's the Matter With You? Can you play the original version? Can you look it up? What's the matter with you? Da, 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 da. A shut up your face. You know that song? Mm-mm. You don't? It sounds good, though. Do you want a free back massage? Yeah. Bobby? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you give, out. you give out for Christmas. You go three-hour massage we from you. In, we have an in-house masseuse here in the <laughs> studio. He's great. He's petting the puppy right now. He's what? He's petting the puppy right now. He's busy. Uh, it's worth it. Andy Kindler wrote this. He said he did. Oh, pause it. I listened to the podcast last week, and Andy Kindler said, what was this country doing when this was fun for anybody? That is so Guess what? amazing. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I wish I was I love, a... I love both sides of that coin. Like, I love him hating it, and I love you loving it. Because I could act like I like it ironically, but I think I like it... <laughs> Legit. Uh, legitimately. <laughs> like, who, you know, it's I don't know, and this is who I am. I don't know. I think I feel both. Right. Like, I feel like I could hate and love this song at the same if time. If I was at a piano bar and they were, what's the matter with you? Hey, I'd be. Okay, so play, yeah. play it up. They end up going with, uh, listen to the end words. It's Or oh, after shit. you play a date at a comedy club, you're hanging out with the staff, this song comes on. <laughs> you guys I think I'd be all happy. start high fiving each other. <laughs> yeah. I, I get excited for Red Solo Cup and. Have you heard that one? Mm-mm. Well, we'll talk about it later. Um, okay, so keep playing it. <laughs> Take some time, but it's worth it. This is way too long. This is amazing, though. Is this guy Italian? Yes. When, when... Here we go. Hold on. Here's the part. Okay, play it out. But it wasn't shut up your face. Uh, shut up your face. Pause that. When Andy wrote it, he said he tried so many other different ways before that. And we found the original recording from it's Andy. It's amazing. It, he you, he knocked sh- it out of the park. Shut up your face works. These yeah. others suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of our writers sent this in. Okay, go ahead. Play it. Oh, sounds sounds the same right now. Don't ask me what you're looking at me for. I have no information about her. I think that she went to sleep. Hey, don't talk so much. Nah. This, by the way, for the listeners that heard it last week, I think this is funnier. But for you, you're like, well, play the other one. I think this is really the important one to play. Play the other one. That was, I think Shut Up Your Face is still better. Do you? Well, I was trying to understand what he was getting at with this this other one. I she... she was, I didn't understand. <laughs> Can I tell you something, Chelsea? Even comedically when he sent that, I didn't know what he meant either today. When I listened to it, I went, that really doesn't like, make sense. Even comedically, yeah. as silly as he can get the bit yeah. of, I go, she says shut up to who? Yeah. But he's just repeating the things that Andy actually said last week. Uh, so it doesn't really matter. But Andy goes, you know how Andy was. It he should was, have some little sound bites of Andy in there. You know, you motherfucker. <laughs> you, no, you're right. I don't say you motherfucker meaningly. I yeah. mean, me, meaning, mean-spirited. No, I'm I like know. you, motherfucker. Thank you. Love Play it. the next one. You picture. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's right. You think you got it? You think you got the group out of that? <laughs> what 
What's the matter, you? Hey. Gotta no respect. Hey. I don't understand why you're acting this way. If it was up to me, my opinion would be, ah, shut your mouth. No. Did you understand that one? Faded out. I liked that one. We're taking. We're done. That's no, it. No. There's hundreds. Don't more. even bolt. To, how, is that an hour and a half, including my that opening? That original song is like an Italian minstrel show. Is it really? Don't you think? No, I don't know what that is, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean an Italian minstrel show? I'm sorry. Am I, am I showing my stupidity? No, no. What's going on over here? Is everybody on? Right. Why don't we take a quick break? We actually will. Okay. Does that hour and 33 minutes include my opening? Yes. Okay, so we're good. Now, we got a little bit to go. Don't you worry. You've been a joy, Chelsea Thank Peretti. Thank you. This is so fun. Let me tell you, I know I got these bits, and we're going to do some of them are a little silly, but I don't want to ever pull back, <laughs> Home Shoppers. We did it. What are you gonna, when we come back from Home Shoppers Network, can you give our listeners a tease? This candle, what's going on over here with this candle? It's, go, it's selling like hotcakes. Uh, <laughs> this is a very, it's, a, it's called a prisoner's candle, and of course it's a historical reference. This is from when the warden used to walk the, the jail cells. It was spelled G-A-O-L in the time, of course. You can see that inscribed on the base here. The candle is a yellow beeswax candle it burns it's as a clean scent it's really um it's not intrusive it's not going to change the state of your home it's really just a very simple spare candle and you light it and you think of times past you think of <laughs> you think of prisoners punished for their wrongdoings but you also think of the, you also think of the warden you know carrying it out of the jail and and carrying it on his walk home maybe to go get a nice supper with his family so it's kind of everyone's accounted for in this in this beautiful historical piece well i'll tell you what it is beautiful and over there and i noticed that candle that your regular half inch it looks a little wider than most candles you know it's an irregular width and that's part of the fun of it it's something that we've really we've really gone that extra mile to make it its own piece and and that's something that that's a keen eye that you have that's wonderful and heavy too i picked one up during the break i was like this thing is not a yeah it's not you a, know this not is, a dainty piece here no no it's it's definitely but um, pretty enough for a woman but it feels like it's strong enough where a guy could really use it in his office it's really unisex, and that's another thing that's fun about this candle holder. <laughs> it's a guy candle holder, or, you know, it can go ahead and be for a girl. So that's the fun thing about it. It's very... The fun, I, I hate to sound like a broken record. That could be my new phrase for the month. But they say this. Like, you, go, you could use it. I just out. love how they call everything a piece. Fun. Oh, and fun. That's what I forgot about. They say, yeah. that's what's fun about it. Fun. This isn't fun. It's this a is piece not... of shit candle holder. And everything's a piece. It's like, they're, piece. they're like, look, and this is just a beautiful piece. You're, it's like you're holding a paper cup. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> we will take a break. And we'll be back. I go break old school. I go very professional. Mm. We're with Chelsea Peretti. She's our guest. Bobby Miyamoto is filling in. My friend Brian Silbert's here. Sensitive's here is over there. Andrew Furtada. Also, we got Katie here. And let me tell you something. Chris is doing the sound, doing a great job. And an extra second good big thanks to Bobby Miyamoto. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Network. And we'll take a break. And we'll be right back right after this. All right, so uh, Louis Armstrong, did he really sing that music, Hokey Pokey, that's fading out in the background right now? Um, by the way, Thin Pig is still available. A lot of people ask me on the road, which means nobody. 
Do you have a CD? And uh, Thin Pig. It's on iTunes, I think. I don't know where it's at. It's Thin Pig. People can find it. People are good at that stuff. That's the a great only, name. The only reason I'm mentioning the CD, because somebody asked me over the weekend, do you mention your CD in your podcast? I go, no. They go, you're fucking stupid. Right. I'm like, all right, excuse me. They go, you got blah, 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 blah. So I'm mentioning it. You know who that person is? A celebrity. You want to fucking ask who it was? Who? No, it was nobody. Um, <laughs> I would set it up that big. Uh, you, huh? you ever hear of fucking David Hasselhoff? <laughs> He's going to tell you to mention your CD. Yeah, <laughs> David Hasselhoff, because you... Move that merch. <laughs> yeah. You get so mad. Huh? You ever hear of uh, uh, the girl used to do B. Arthur's Craft Services on her first show? I forget the name of it. That's who does my... I don't know. Yeah. All right. So listen, Um, the cat made the calls. Yes. I hope it doesn't keep sending me in calls. I know. That cat, I feel like his heart's in the right place. Certainly. I guess you're, I mean, to make crank phone calls. Yeah, he's a fan. He's yeah. sending stuff in. He's putting the time in. The Descendants. We went through that. How'd you spell Descendants on Don't it? even ask. Do you want to know how? I'm not embarrassed that I can't spell. I'm not embarrassed. Hold on. No, no, it's okay. Sarah, well, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Celebrity friend. I used to love when she goes, my boyfriend, Jimmy Kimmel. Li- <laughs> no, Jimmy Kimmel. Live. <laughs> 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 she would just casually say it on stage. Yeah. So my boyfriend Jimmy, Kim, <laughs> live. <laughs> okay. I spelled it D. I'm not going to try to fix it now. D E C D sense. Oh D E, and then I spelled sense. D sense. D. What was the movie? Descendants. Well, I wasn't even close. close. I saw a movie after D E, and I figured off. that's. I figured that's what it was. The descent. Um, um. So I got something to play for you here. Okay. Um. So, I made fun of the toddlers. And Is it theater. audible if I'm cleaning pretzel out of my teeth with my tongue? No, but audible's good. Uh, can you write that down and isolate that and make that a promo for uh, the sh- uh, audible.com? <laughs> <laughs> you have it. Write it down. Okay, you'll put the music ahead of it. And by the way, see the part that I'm saying right now? You can leave that in too, which means it should end right now. Okay. So, <laughs> I just gave someone you're complete real, editing directions. You're a real salesman. I'm a real salesman Making on this. Making chicken soup with yeah. every every part of the chicken. How to make chicken soup without chicken. All right. Tomorrow. Um, so, we're talking about... Uh, what are we talking about? Spelling. I'm a bad speller. No, no. Something <laughs> like Toddlers less. and tiaras. Toddlers and tiaras. Thank you, Katie. Uh-oh. This is the way the show's supposed to run. I'm supposed to be able to get lost, and other, everyone else is supposed to be on the money. Bobby... You don't know where to. F- you don't. Do you know where you're at? Would you do a little pot? You do a little. Uh, what do you call that? A, Toke. No uh, nose pot before no, the show. Nose <laughs> pot. Yeah. He, Bobby used to do tons of coke on really? the road. He go. That's nose, nose pot. pot. I go. Bobby, it's white. He goes. Nah, it's nose pot. That's I don't do coke. Crazy. Thank you. Yeah, I stayed away from coke. Did you ever do coke, Bobby? I've done it. Really? Oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Then I thought you were saying you did do coke all the time. No, 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 no. The he's first kidding. part I was kidding in the way I said it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, like yeah. Like, you just don't strike me as the type. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. That's why it's funny to just say it. <laughs> yeah. but, but he's saying he did do coke. Did you ever do coke? No, I never did. I, mean, I had I a promise with one of my little best friends from when I was a kid not to. And then no one really offered it to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I was never really offered coke. I always did other stuff. What'd you do? Like, what's the younger, what's ecstasy? the drug you did like at Mushrooms, the, ecstasy. How old were you when you did mushrooms? High school. First time I did mushrooms with my, my friend Brian Silbert's here. And, uh, oh, that's great news. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that you might not want to. His, his mother's here. His mother. <laughs> no, but it was crazy. My friend Gina Malone brought them, and it was mm. 
Um, That's a good name, Gina Malone. Yeah, Gina Malone. Hey, how you doing? I'm Gina Malone. Huh? You know who I have a crush on? Gina Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Gina Malone. Hey, you know she... Hey, <laughs> I'm a Gina Malone. <laughs> so anyway... um, so uh, just cupped his breasts when he said Malone. <laughs> Mama Malone. So anyway, so we talked about that because we got sidetracked. Um, uh, <laughs> we did get sidetracked. We were talking about... I'm sorry. I'm a little lost. Help me out, everybody. But we, we, no, there was something <laughs> else we were going to talk tiaras. about. I am going to go to toddlers I and tears. I can't wait to see what you've got on something this. something else. Why did we talk about Gina Malone? Drugs. Shrooms. Did you ever do coke? No, I never did. Okay, me neither. Never did. So we got one cokehead and two you nice You know what? People. It never, <laughs> I'd say it never appealed to me because I'm high strung all the time. And like people on coke are so annoying that I never was like, oh, I want to be like that guy. Because it was always yeah. like someone being in your face and annoying. I wanted to be like the people on ecstasy were having fun. Like they were all like. I want to try X. It's great. At my age, I'm pushing 30. Don't do it. I really do. I do want to try it. It is amazing. If I can get the pure stuff, like someone said, like from a doctor, I think. MGMA man, I might experience it. If it could I, be, I don't like the next day off that. No, it's a terrible comeback. Oh, that's right. Terrible. Did, you have to smoke it, pot the whole next day. Even if it's pure, it, it still doesn't matter. <laughs> you sounded so vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's pure. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. Well, it's then I won't do it. The Suicide Tuesday. No, it's it, and it also supposedly depletes the thing. What is it? Serotonin, serotonin. that makes you happy and like oh, long term. I think that's oh, why never I mind. am how I am. I'm happy. I don't need this shit. Anyway, I'm watching Toddlers and Terrors the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've talked about it before. I really do uh, I think. And by the way, I do not. There's a, there's a big bug mm-hmm. coming up. When, when people say reality TV is the end of the world, I always think, I go, no, it's not. It just sucks. And it's, some of it's just god awful. Yeah, I agree. They're not our I problems like, with like the it. world. There's some good stuff. There's some bad stuff. I, you know, there's, it's, it's not a real problems of the world. It just blows at, at most when it's bad. So, anyway, But with Toddlers and Terrors, I feel a little different. So I think I'm not, it's weird how you say tiaras. I'm saying it wrong. Toddlers and – how do I say it? Toddlers <laughs> and what? I'll edit everyone out. No one will ever know I speak wrong. It'll come in there. I'll have a guy with – Please don't edit oh, it no, out. No, no, no. I'll have a guy with the best diction with an English accent. He <laughs> <laughs> in for me. Hello, tiaras. 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 So what do, what do you say? Tiaras. Toddlers. And tiaras, tiaras, it's tiaras, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Tiara? It probably is. I don't know what I'm saying, but I don't know. It may be in Philly. It's like tiaras. Well, I don't want to be like that. That's like if I said <laughs> if I said uh, if, I, if I said gaz correctly. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to the Wawa. Yeah, let me. Oh, I love Wawa. Uh, who didn't? Thank you. Philadelphia, summer of. 19-something, just said a Wawa. You can't even explain what Wawa is to people. Yes, you anywhere. can. It's a convenience store. No, 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 in, no. In Philly. And Let me tell you something. Wawa's. Our Philadelphia listeners right now, or New Jersey listeners, mm-hmm. are fucking furious at you. Really? <laughs> They're like, you can't capture it. Comedically, they are. It's an upscale <laughs> AMPM. There's n- What? It's no, an upscale AMP. It's, 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 it's everything upscale? is presented. Okay, those here's are what it where is. Where fights broke out. For what it's. <laughs> <laughs> It's not worth it. For two cities, for two cities, Philadelphia and Jersey and some um, surrounding cities in Baltimore, wherever Wawa is, is it worth for me to, to explain what it is? Yeah. Or, well, you have, it takes a little long because at first I thought I did a good job. I would say, well, it's like a nice 7-Eleven. But here's yeah. the difference. It, I everything's it being nice. That's the thing. Yeah, they're mostly very nice displays, and the coffee's nice in a nice area, and the, and this is a little more displayed. Usually, they're even landscape nice when you pull in. They, <laughs> I should be a fucking spokesperson for Wawa. I don't know they go nationwide. They have bonsais out front. But, but here's the thing. So picture all that. Before I get to one of the best bonsais, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> I, and literally in my head, I was like, you know what? A listener might like that. 
I when you, to... you had no response, I'm like, hey, Charles, you know what? Don't worry about it. A listener might catch that. Hey, they might tweet you. I liked the bonsai remark. And hey, you know what? that made it all worth it. You're 100% right. Because yeah. you know what? That's why I stopped because it's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm still listening to the podcast sometimes. You know, yeah. early in stages. Sometimes I, I don't listen to the whole thing, but I'll get to part to make sure. So when I'm listening to it, there's nothing worse than someone said something so funny. Yeah. But you were so anxious to get where you were going, you right, plow right, past right. it. But it happens. Yeah, it's part and of that's comedy. Okay, so let me finish. So uh, before we get to the toddlers, I'm holding this in my hand. That way, no, even if we get sidetracked, every listener now knows that it's a guarantee, and this should make you feel better, <laughs> that when I start to tell a story, I take a post-it and I hold it in my hand if you want to take a picture. Mm-hmm. That way, even if we go off, sometimes people are like, I don't mind if he goes off, but if he comes back, I'll, I'll go with him on this journey. Now, thanks to post-its. Post-its. <laughs> That's right. Send this to Post-its. This is so 80s. <laughs> Post-its. Get a white Post-its are great. Okay. So, um, Put it in your iPhone. So the 7-Eleven, before we get to the bonus part of it, okay, so just pretty much the same things. Maybe a little more apples and eggs in the morning and good apples, like good oranges, but, you know, better eggs and stuff. But it's displayed. But 7-Eleven has apples. So you might go, I totally forgot what we were talking about. Okay. I was like, apples Wawa. and eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah Wawa. I know the people that are li- right. thinking, they, if you're listening and you know Wawa, you might but not. But the th- one that I'm thinking of is like, I want to say near south and second i mean it's not a nice place. that might just be even wawa who, who is nice everywhere usually there might be a few that, <laughs> you think of it as a person <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so let me finish that's I, how close you look, are once we start company. once we start talking about wawa for the people that have wawas i have to finish my explanation even though i know everybody else is like oh geez but but no you know even if you don't know what a wawa is when i'm done explaining it, you'd be like yeah that would be good and you might have something sort of like it but there, this is also a chain, so you know you're everywhere you go. Yeah, you could find one place like this in Delaware or something, but it's a chain. Everywhere. It's like you know wherever you go, 99% of the time you're going to pull into Wawa. So anyway, before I get to the bonus bonus, so the Seven Eleven part, same thing I just said. Same thing, health bars, all candy, everything, but presented nice. Okay, here's the second better thing. Most of the time, the employees are really friendly. Most of the time, I'd say 90% of the time, you're walking, how are you doing this morning? Like an individually owned place. The, the people behind the counter, majority of the time, happy. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Everyone's friendly. You're making coffee. It's very friendly. There'll be some elderly people working there that make you feel like they have a motherly feel. Making, oh, don't, you're not going to take that. I'll make you a fresh pot. That's 90% of the time what I see. But here's mm-hmm. the bonus bonus on top of all that. And I, and I think this is interesting because it says something about why wouldn't this be everywhere? What's 7-Eleven's motto? Do the opposite of that and fucking have no one that cares? But it's working for them, I guess. But I don't know why I understand why. <laughs> in, all, in all fairness to 7-Eleven, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't understand why Wawa isn't nationwide. So here's the best part. So all that was pretty much just a 7-Eleven presented nicer with the great employees. And here's the bonus. With a really great deli. Oh. So you can get like, you know, not lunch meat where they pre-cut. You order a sandwich. They cut the lunch meat. Good lunch meat. Just good deli sandwiches. So it's like Wawa. Now, Pink Dot. Nah, it's like nine times bigger than Pink The Dad. other thing about Wawa is you can order on the machine Yeah, that you can't do at a 7-Eleven. Well, yeah, 7-Eleven doesn't even have – they have those pre-cut, cut-in-half, side-by-side sandwiches, 7-Eleven. Yeah. I am not eating those anymore. Hello, comedy. <laughs> All right. So Toddlers and Tierras, I made fun of reality TV. That's how we got into this. I'm making fun of this. I'm being totally genuine. I think this is worse than just bad reality. I, I really yeah, I do. I, that's like there's certain reality that crosses a line where it's unwatchable yeah. for me. And my problem isn't even with the reality show. I don't care that they show it. I'm talking more about that we are witnessing something that really happens. And I said, I don't know if I was serious or not. I go, if I was a lawyer, 
I want to start a class action suit against all these parents because what line, what where can you draw the line? Obviously, we can't draw a line. Like I understand you go, oh, I wouldn't do that to my kid, but I would do that, or I get it. Just because you wouldn't do something to your child, you can't categorize it as right. that's fucking nuts. And I don't. But they're getting to the point where I'm going now. What the fuck? Right. Is there a breaking point where you so you if you don't molest your child or hit it, you can do any fucking thing you want to a child. Right. There are no rules past. Well, maybe there should be some in between fucking rules, right? Right, right. So they're waxing her eyebrows. Yeah. And play play it. And and again, it's you might oh, this is a comedy show. It's all right in two seconds, I'll be I'll be fine. <laughs> but it does evoke my anger that like that I like I it came out right. Like if you don't do the first two things, well what about after that? Whatever you fucking want. They're waxing her eyebrows, she starts crying. She's like the last time and this is the mother making yeah. sense of the situation. Yeah. A fucking idiot. Right. She goes, Oh, she's just upset because the first time they waxed her eyebrows, it pulled skin off because the person had it waxed too hot. Oh. So how about the next time you wax her eyebrows, it's till she wants it herself, you fucking like, I don't think my anger is more. I don't think I think it's justified. You and you have to, I, in a weird, twisted way. I want to know what happened to that mom because let me tell you something. I see a lot of moms that might not be great moms, but I don't ask in that deep way what happened. I genuinely want to know what happened. Yeah. You're not waxing your kid eyebrows Does that show unless not... you have an illness. You have a fucking illness, yeah. and there's no debate about that. It doesn't go most things you feel passionate <laughs> about. No, no. You if you don't think that's an illness to have your child's eyebrows waxed when they got burnt the first time, it's not up for debate. It's not like oh we can agree to disagree. No, you're not looking at I it don't properly. Know. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and the daughter's like in pain, like scared. You're like you be the pro. It's not you know, up for debate. Kids do some weird things. And let me tell you something. When people don't make sense, they don't make sense. Someone that disagrees would, let's say they had them on the show, they'd go to explain the difference. And it wouldn't make sense because it doesn't make sense. Right. They would say things you could blow out of the water. I could make up what they would say. Well, you know, when I was a little girl, I did a lot of bullshit to surround just something wrong. Play, play that for what it's worth. Maybe a little bit right here. Oh, no, no, don't do, do my eyeballs. Okay, she's just going to look out of the way. No, don't She's going to look at them. Lion cunt. <laughs> Oh, this okay, part now sucks. This is how you punish a kid. Hold on, pause oh. it, pause it. I forgot that I took this from the line, and, I, and there's a kid that's making comments on it as it plays, like oh, I'm doing. Because I got this, in, and I wanted to edit him out so I could just play the actual. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to sit through this guy. Mm. I don't think it's worth it. I think people get the gist of it, and they can go YouTube it. I'm not going to put them through it because this guy. <laughs> so all we heard is her going, "No, no, no, don't yeah, do yeah. it." Yeah, and then That's she, horrible. and then every time they go to pull it. Well, uh, the only reason is, uh, normally I would not do this. Build up to a clip and then go. We're not playing. People get it, and they can go to YouTube and go watch it. Right. So it's not like they're, you know. But anyway, but, do, do, do you have you ever seen it? The show? I, I've watched a little bit of it, but I actually I can't get into it. It just it does it bothers me, and it's it's kind of just like, um. It's just not engaging for me. I'm just like, oh, here's a bunch of insane people, but not in a like fun intervention way. Yeah, like I'll even watch Jerry Springer in a in a, in a morbid <laughs> curiosity way. Sometimes I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I think a lot of people do because there's nobody getting. Hey, if it's just adults and you know, they're you know, when there's a child that you yeah, think, okay, yeah. like I said, you're not going to get beaten. You're not going to get. Anything that they can do anything about, just under, under, right under that, you'll have everything done to you. All the wrong moral lessons taught to you. Everything. You, and, and you don't have an apparent that – I can't believe a parent would make you do that, that would make you do that, has a lot of love and affection and patience to offer. Or they would be doing different things with their children. But do they – you said like you want to know what happened to the moms. Do they go into their backstory? And no, they, they don't. That's, see, that's why that show sucks. Like they, they, could, should, they, they should. They could expose it. 
Yeah. You're right. They could do both. They could have people flipping by that just want to see it for it's weird. It's a car accident. Right. And then go, but at least we add a layer but to it. But the show kind of feels like it's on the parents' side. Like, it shows a little of the ridiculousness, right, in the editing, but it kind of feels like... That's yeah. a really good point, because it does strip it from anything you try to give it. You go, you know what, at least it exposes it for what it is, and those parents out there, and you know, what for what it's worth. But no, you're right. They totally... What are you afraid if you show it for what it is? Like you say, you know, what was you? What did you do when you were younger? Interview the parents. Yeah. Maybe, I don't think they do. I flip it. I don't watch whole episodes. I don't, uh, what do you call it? If I'm flipping by and it's on, I will watch the whole thing. But yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> run home to watch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's most TV for me, actually. I very rarely run home to, um, to watch stuff. You're like, what do you call it where you watch the entire episode? Um, <laughs> obsession. <laughs> You know what we should do? Do you have any? I want to do some stand up for you guys tonight over in the stage. Do you think that oh would be God. fun? For you to do it? I would love to. <laughs> you, you would never do it, though. <laughs> no. Bobby, would you do one joke? I, can, I, I have two I new jokes I, I would actually do. For, That's hilarious. Is it okay if I go I over there? I would love you to. So it would be entertaining? Yeah. And I'll go to the mic over there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm a, <laughs> I, I've all, I, I put that stage in there when I first made this space up here. I've never used it yet. I go, I'm going to have, like, we're going to go up, we're going to perform. I had one How guy. How did you find this space? I'm sure this is part of the lore of your show. It's a friend of a friend, and uh, I used to see it up here. Most of the listeners know where it's at. Um, for the few that don't, it's like, in, well, everyone knows. So there's pictures online. It's a, it's, an, it's a downstairs are, like, antique cars and Lamborghinis, and, and upstairs there's a loft, and it's a friend of a friend's, and I saw the loft. I'm like, man, I'd really like to do the show up there. And then finally I asked him. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you can use it. That's amazing. So, and it's just, I love it. I love the space. I love looking out into the street. It's fun. It's a great place. Black Horse Motors, I'll tell you what. You, you have It's very hard to give them back a plug because my listeners are not coming yeah, down here to buy a Ferrari. Right, right. Yeah. You if you need a Ferrari. An exotic car. It makes a great road car. I know uh, <laughs> when I was younger and I was going on the road, I had a 57 uh, Camaro T-top or whatever. <laughs> okay, so hold on. I'm going to go it over. It makes a great road car. <laughs> I'm going to come over here. One, two. Is this wrong to make people sit through this? It's okay, it's my show. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, does anybody want to introduce me? <laughs> All right, everybody, hang on, here's a very funny Tom Glaze. Claude, thank you. You know, my, uh, I don't know how to say this, my girlfriend, her uh, vagina, it smells like, like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously, I did think that was funny. <laughs> when I wrote that, someone had to say that already. Right? Or is that... Is that not, oh, wait. I, I'm like the worst comedian in the world. Right? It's like, it's like, it's like is that right, ladies? Time is 100. You know? Is that right? That's relevant, right? Okay, this next joke. Okay. So anyway, uh, I'm actually doing two things that I... My exterminator, I have an exterminator. I have, you know, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> What they do on the road, they love that. Yeah. Anyway, um, and, and he tells me, like, I go, hey, I got a lot of ants. He's like, oh, the water levels are high right now. They're coming in the house. I'm like, well, he just tells me why I have bugs. He's not doing anything about them. I'm like, I got a lot of rats in the house. Yeah, they try to get inside when it gets cold. You will kill them. I want you to step on them. He goes, the rats? No, the ants. Step on the rats, too. Anyway, all right, that's it. I'm coming back. <laughs> this was the worst experience. You were the worst People, you, even in the bit, even in the bit, you fucking blew. And I hope the only way you can, I'm gonna go over there and talk about what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh you motherfuckers. God. Oh, and I'm right. And the only thing that's going to redeem you all is if you go, maybe he's right. Okay? You, Brian, you were drifting off looking at me like I was in a mental patient. I know for a fact, and we could put a bet on this, that if I do those jokes in front of a – I might be wrong. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. If I'm wrong – uh, if I'm wrong, I'm high right now, so you, sometimes your perception is off. But I bet you, this is what, you know what I fucking love about this? You know what you we, should do? Hold on, hold on, hold on. We can prove this. This can be provable. Yeah. I will go to the UCB. I will do those exact things. And if they don't get, not if I don't get a huge laugh out of both of them. Now, the only reason the first one might not be funny, I know it's just, it's just like, uh, it's like simple funny if somebody else did it. But if no one else ever said that, that's fucking funny, and so is the exterminator thing. So if – here, here – because I'm not doing all this. If the end result isn't that you guys go, we'd be shocked. I'm not doing it and having it work. You go, well, we didn't say that. It was just that you were up there and it was in a weird circumstance. Do you think in the right circumstance that those two jokes would get big laughs or not? Or uh, are you going to change the setup in any way? No. Well, <laughs> I, I always do it a little different. I always do it a little different. Brian? Well, because you were staring at me. I, was, I, I couldn't take it. You were texting. You all looked like it was not really, like I wasn't really trying up there. You looked like, oh, well, Todd's doing that. We can all take a break. I think the first joke will be hit or miss. All right. <laughs> Chelsea, are you getting scared? No, I'm, I already started thinking about that she was taking pictures, and I want to see if she got unflattering photos. <laughs> can I tell you something? Here's the one thing you have to ever worry about on this show. I'm so, you know, not liking unflattering pictures. Yeah. I know what other people like and what they don't like. No yeah. picture would ever end up on. Somebody puts a picture of me once on their website. Yeah. Sweaty. Yeah. Fucking really? That's how you think I want to look, you dumb fuck. I'm never doing your podcast again. I won't even mention it. No, because like I used to be so excited to do podcasts because you're like, you can roll up in sweats, whatever. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you have to go get your hair done to do a fucking podcast. People are snapping photos of you and putting them on high traffic we, websites. We are so generous. Matter of fact, if you look at some of the pictures of me on the website, I look like a young Clark Gable. Because <laughs> it is Clark airbrushed Gable. I airbrushed in Clark All Gable. Every, yes, everybody looks at themselves. Hey, one time I did airbrush a picture with some friends. Here's the truth. <laughs> uh, back to Brian over there. Brian airbrushes, and once I found out he could airbrush, I went fucking nuts. Photo, Photoshop. He does photo. Yeah, well, on the, on, I say fo- uh, airbrush because on the Photoshop it always says airbrush, so whatever I think. Anyway, I'm, so shut up, Paul. You can fucking, fucking, fucking fuck. You know, we're taking a break. I don't like to win treated. No, just kidding. Got oh, you, motherfucker. Separation anxiety. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no break. No break. So, um, so anyway, we're talking about uh, airbrushing photos. Yeah, so he one day he was airbrushing a photo, and I was standing over him because I wanted to use it for something. And he, I go, okay, good, 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 good. I go, yes, 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 yes. He goes, relax. I'm not doing it to your face for real. <laughs> Like I was acting like he was just altering. You off. He was altering my my image. It's just a picture. You're still gonna look like you look. Yeah, you're still gonna look in the mirror and feel utter disappointment. Yes, you know what? No, you're would, a good looking guy. I mean, you, it's all working out for you. I do. I look. I look good. I'm not complaining. You know how Sarah Silverman says about the? She has that joke about the girls that she goes. You know what? When I was younger, there were a lot more pussy inspectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she goes. There's not as many because she doesn't realize she's getting older. Yeah. She, there used to be so many pussy inspectors. Now yeah. there's not as many. Eh. Whatever. I'm, I butchered that joke, but I got. I was. I wouldn't do this joke because it's sort of a tag to that. But I was thinking. I, oh, I, then don't do it. No, I'll do it now. Because <laughs> I. Because I. I'm no, like, 
But I was thinking mirrors were getting bad at hotels, and I'm starting to think, what if I'm like, yeah. oh, the mirrors are getting worse and worse today. Lighting. Like, the lighting, lighting yeah. is horrible. It used to be great. No, you're getting old. The skin used to glow in the lights <laughs> yeah. of hotels. Now, now I, the skin, I, the last hotel I'm in, it makes me look like my skin's wrinkled. You're 80. Yeah. You're 80. You're living a lie. You're 80. Yeah. Bobby says that I want to, I think, did you give me this joke? I hope you did, because I've been doing it. Um, <laughs> I don't remember getting money. No, you did. I did buy a few jokes off yeah, you, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, What's the going rate? It's all. It's 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 whatever. You know. That's not uh, <laughs> off the air. You. How much do you pay him? I give. I give him five bucks. I give him five bucks for proven bits. I didn't want to say it. Proven. <laughs> God, the bit was. Uh, I want a thousand. I want twenty thousand dollars. I'll give you a hundred. I'll take it. Yeah. Just we go very low very quickly. Yeah. I want twenty thousand. I'll give you a hundred. You sold. Yeah. For his bits. He used to say the old the guys down in Florida they get that tan. You know, and he goes, yeah. What girls are going, Oh, I want to fuck that tan. Yeah. <laughs> I would fuck that tan I right off of that guy. No, you that's you, not you didn't the do joke. it on stage, but you were well, what is the joke? He doesn't even want About credit the, for the it. Old guy. <laughs> yeah, that's no, no, that was yours. <laughs> By the way, I know I seem very uh, confrontational tonight, but again, I have something I'm gonna I'm gonna be confrontational about. When no, he tells you his version of the joke, you're gonna say Todd's version was close to fuck enough. No, okay, go ahead. Tell the, them why mine was the to- old guys stay out in the heat for like 20 hours just getting toasted. They got the white chest hair flowing. They look like a piece of beef jerky covered in powdered sugar. Like, what do they think women are saying? Hey, check out that piece of ass next to the oxygen tank. <laughs> All right. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought I got the gist I of like, it out. Yeah, I like your version. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I want to fuck that tan. Yeah, thank That's you. Like, I you helped could, you. And I he, might have added fuck cut that it down. tan. Yours I don't was, remember. Yours was the extended poetic version, yeah, yeah, and his yeah. was just the mm. essence. Like, Put piano music behind just it. Just there's an old guy like out there. I want to fuck that yeah, tan. Yeah, like, I want to yeah, fuck yeah. that tan. It's like gets it done in one. Yeah, but, you know, it's a stylistic thing. And, you know, that's the thing about humor. It's really something that person to person, you know, it's a subjective art form, and that's the beauty of it. I thought you were being the girl like the hope sort sh- of she, the hope shoppers network girl but now yeah, she, a little you know bit. she's a up, comedy critic now well because you know people in the comedy business don't always get there because they're they they should be there you yeah. know someone's at the top sometimes you get brilliant people at the top and obviously that's great and others you don't yeah. that's like the girl from the home shoppers network somehow now runs it runs comedy central and then and that's yeah. how, and you have to listen to her go yeah you know comedy is very it's tricky it's elusive it's evasive you know <laughs> she loves listing things because yeah. she used to do it on yeah. the show. she thinks it makes herself smarter <laughs> yeah. so here go, go do a little more you know, Oh, and I and I appreciated your setup and the way you kind of just went out there and you you lay down the pieces a little bit and then <laughs> still using pieces. <laughs> okay, and, uh, and you know that's that what's fun about piece. that was a great piece that you did and I I thought it was the way that you're you're using words it's like they're they're dancing in the light you know uh, <laughs> she just keeps doing the same thing. All right, so uh, so we were talking about the that joke the old people. Um, you know, with the tan. We were talking about something before the tan. This is very important that we stay, that we don't do this. I know it's my fault. I did my stand-up, and then we were talking about something, and I said, Bobby had this joke about the old people that tan. Mm. Well, we <laughs> should re-listen really to it. I have no Well, you memory. know, no one knows. Like that, This is what the problem <laughs> yeah. is. Like I could be me, but how about that nobody remembers? Is that my fault? I know. It is. Here's the reason it's my fault. I'm supposed to drive the show. Well, you keep saying that, but I don't think that that's really – I think that your show should be called Sidetracks. I like it. And Make just that go into a with jingle. It. <laughs> just go with it. That's the fun of you. You're listening to Sidetracks. Here's Todd Glass. Hello. Hello. This is the President of the United States of America. America. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 
I have a new thing. I think the, we could get a president. I don't even know if I need the echo for this. Hold on. I liked that. A president, if he would curse, could win. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of serious. I'm sort of serious. <laughs> would be like, Can you put a little reverb in my voice? <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do Kennedy's voice here. I'll just do my own voice. Well, have fun with it. I mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're living in a time where we've had it. And you don't want to hear someone come up here with a half-baked plan that's not going to work. We've done this for years. I am not telling you that if I get elected into office, everything I want to do, I'm going to do. There's going to be things I'm not going to accomplish. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to get some shit done and make America breathe easier. I can tell you I won't have it any other way. We are living. It is fucking enough. And people are tired of it. And if we would put aside some of our petty differences, we can fucking move past this. Or you can complain that I cursed and live in shit. <laughs> I think then you cut to the entire like group of people. Where is it at the Washington Monument? I wish I wouldn't have said fuck. I wish I would have just terrified. said shit and goddamn. <laughs> They're all terrified. <laughs> no, you couldn't say goddamn because the Christians would yeah, go fuck crazy. It, fuck yeah. it. But I'd if you want to get shit. elected, I'm talking shit? about no, elected. No, I could get elected if I said shit, <laughs> shit and yes. stop the bullshit. No, I think it would be so chilling. Stop the bullshit. Hello. Honey, it's, I cursed on the speech tonight. I don't think I'm going further. That's him calling his wife. I don't know what I'm doing. That's so funny. I think you could say asshole. Too. We have a speech, caller. Though, oh. One of your old boyfriends. Oh. Hello. Hey. Yeah, how you doing? It's Riley. Hey, Riley. Yeah, we used to date. Uh, you are funny. I've been listening to you and just loving your work. We dated, by the way, everybody, when we were in ninth grade. Yeah, Riley, man, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Oh, uh, we used to fuck it up. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, we would fuck, and we were young, and you were, yeah. but yeah, God bless you and your your career. Yeah, you too, man. What have you been up to? Uh, just fucking doing shit. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that else. That literally sounds like an ex of mine. <laughs> it's oh, no, it's right. Hey, um... Okay, so we got that. I don't know if I'm in the mood to do this. Riley was great. Riley, I don't ever know what to do. I love this piece of equipment. No, you've got such a great piece of equipment. I'm not even joking. Isolate that... There you go. That's how you make the money when you know how to drop in shit like that. That's what he fucking does. For people that think Chris doesn't know what he, you don't know. He waits and pray, and then you said that you. Let me show you what that just sounded like for you, because you weren't able to listen to it because you were doing it. You ready? Uh, what did you say? <laughs> Something about I like your package. You have a great piece of equipment. Hey, you got a, and he's just there. Ready? Yeah. Here's what I experienced. Oh, you got a great piece of equipment. <laughs> Back to the show. All right. <laughs> you have so many repeated bits on this show. <laughs> the other name for it is Alzheimer Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're listening to the Alzheimer. No, I don't like that one. Wait, what was my boyfriend's name? Hello, hello. You're, You're listening, listening to the Alzheimer Hour. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. is terrifying. All right, I'm done. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna come over your house. The old women in the, when they depicted them in old movies. Yeah. Josh, why do you say that? Who is this? Stop it! Stop it! Now, you're, now you want him to come over. He's getting so angry. He's going to come over and club you. Because <laughs> you're stupid. Who is this? Who is this? Mike, you know my guess on that? Women never did that. 
I'm, I'm serious, and I'm glad I'm a guy saying this because if a woman said what I'm going to say, they would go, oh, stop it. It was just sexist guys that made women that vulnerable. I don't think in real life a woman, if a guy called up and went, I'm going to come over there, women, who is this? Oh, no, of course what, not. What do you do? I mean, really, you think that's all women did back then? But that's all you saw in movies. Am I right? Like, that was the depiction? Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, that's all horror movies, too. It's well, just, maybe know. I'm making it up. Who cares? I don't have to make sense. You know, I'm so brilliant at times that I think I, I always have to be brilliant. Sometimes I just say silly shit. <laughs> <laughs> Most egocentric. <laughs> that's right, motherfucker. What do you got over there? Can you do it one more time for me? What? Just sell something. But I want this one to be something really... <laughs> Really good. Uh, could you do? Could you do the water bottle? Okay. <laughs> now remember, that could be used for other things. I have a feeling. <laughs> so it's a water bottle. Can we put a picture of it online? Can we do something? Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so tired of the shit. <laughs> I like you go. You have to take a deep breath. I'm gonna smoke. Okay. I love the names of your show. By the way, I'm gonna maybe we might switch it to that. Yeah. You don't have to get any money, do you? No. Do you make money? Do I make money? Yeah. Mm, Let's put it this way. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me put it simply. Let me put it simply. Uh, No. I don't do this for money. You know why I do it? To get recognized at the mall. But it hasn't worked. Because it's not... uh, I forgot it was not video. I'm just talking. But you can... uh, I'm kidding. I'm just... I'm getting pretty hungry for dinner. I gotta say, I haven't had dinner yet. Have you? No, I haven't either. You're not hungry? Oh, shit. We we do have to go in for the descent soon. Can you talk about this? Then I want to... We got a few things. Let's just... Well, okay. Um, I'll just do this one as a quickie, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, we do have to take a quick break just to plug. This is our friends at the Marine Mammal Center, and they're doing a little... Uh, commemorative water bottle here and you can see they've done a custom color just to kind of say hey you know thank you for your support we have so many mammals and this <laughs> uh, that's all that, that's it's so it just starts right from the the bullshit starts from the fucking beginning a custom color what the fuck what color isn't custom session with you, special colors yeah, stop it now this is a bird's nest blue and <laughs> <laughs> the nest <laughs> I'm gonna go down. Bird's egg. I wanted to do this. <laughs> Bird's egg. <laughs> Can I take that? And I'll back? tell you what, it is just special over there. And I'll tell you what, with that water bottle, I've been using it as a flower vase. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, no one knows the difference. Yeah, uh, no, no one's any, none the wiser. <laughs> it's modern, but yet it's got an Italian slant to it. It does, and it, it's a piece that you can really just you can collect them. They're, they make them in five colors. This, of course, is the bird's egg blue, but it also comes in an aquamarine, you know, which is <laughs> apropos for the the marine Holiday. mammal center. And with the holidays coming up. Uh, <laughs> I, I went a completely different. We're the worst duo in the world. Every time you go somewhere, and of you course, take if you're, sharp right. Yeah, you go go. Of course, if you're going to the beach, and, and I of go. Of course, you can throw it in a you know a tote bag and head to the beach. And I wouldn't necessarily bring it to the beach because I think that could get sun dried. Uh, the material probably could melt. But other than that, I'll tell you what, you got a great item. I'd Swing bring a Yui. Go go over to the park. Right, <laughs> bring your kids. Throw it in a picnic basket. Yeah, go picnic and put orange juice in it. Put grape juice in it. Put anything in it. We put soda in ours, but my kids had milk in there so we were set water for the weekend in it if you want to hydrate I it's really a, it's a commendable piece that they put together and they had five scientists getting this shape <laughs> <laughs> five scientists I'll tell you what I put soup in there this weekend and I forgot I <laughs> Five scientists. What are they working on? Five scientists. It's a fucking water bottle. The shape. 
<laughs> There's a guy um, that sang a song. I want to play this real quick. On um, He works at Starbucks. I think he got fired for this. Now, first I laughed because I thought, yeah, it's, for some reason I go both. You ever have a total, you have two opinions and they completely. Always, almost always. You serious? Yeah, constantly. Well, I don't know which. At the end, I think I have two, but at the end, one does prevail but yeah. i look at both sides of it so here's the way i looked at this he and it's just a simple song i'm always like on youtube trying to and this came across first i thought it is funny like i always say when people go to starbucks i can imagine like they're not doing that for their whole lives some of them and if they are it's a job i have no, no never you know never no judgments look, no judgment like on anybody crunch. yeah 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 and then like everything else you get your people that are really take their job and, and take are proud of it and try to whatever they do they like take pride in which i really admire and most of the time when you go into a Starbucks, they're really cool. The, you know, the, but here my point is, I see this song, it's making fun of everyone. Because with all that, there are some customers, you know, some fucking annoying people come in there. They want to be regulars and they get me my nonsense latte and then they return it. And they, so it's nice that they try to be, they, you know, so one side of it, I get it. But then the other side of it, for the <laughs> snotty employees, you ever go to a Starbucks and it's like or any place and they're too good to wait on you? You're like, yeah. well, what do you so this song, in one way, made me laugh because it's just a silly song. But the other side, I went, "This is just guy mad because he's working at Starbucks. Really, everything he's make funny, uh, making fun of <laughs> what people funny. are asking for, are ordering drinks. Yeah, like it's not about and then That's you don't pay. Do. Or, yeah, yes, yeah, so it's everything they should do. But yet, when you work there, I get it. You work there for a while, you're like everything bothers you. But if you if you break it down as much as I'm breaking it down, it's funny to listen to it thinking. Oh, the customers come in and they ask for the things that we serve. Right. Oh, I'm going to write a song about it. These people, they come in here every day where they pay me and then they want to order what's on the menu. So I'm going to fucking write this song. Yeah. Welcome to Starbucks. My name is Chris. I'll be your barista for the day. Can I make a drink for you, miss? I know you've had a shitty day. Well, so have I. I really don't want to care, but I get paid to try. Hello, rich white lady. I already know what you want. You want a skinny vanilla latte, young Deb. You can't. Well, that drink won't make That's you not nice. You gotta work for that. And just in he does this to a customer, by the way. They're standing there. Mr. Asshole, six breakfast sandwiches. I got a line of angry customers. The hell with this. You've got a gang of noisy kids. Can you shut them up? I just want to draw a middle finger on your cup. Here's the thing. It's like, fade it out. You know I've heard enough. The thing about this guy is that he should just work at like a cool coffee shop, like a mom and pop cool coffee shop. But he works at Starbucks because he wants the health benefits. They and get then, health benefits? Yeah. So then he makes a song about it, but it's like I get the one of the lyrics oh, should be I'm I'm very happy to get health benefits. <laughs> I'll get you your latte and I hope it doesn't take yeah. too long because my health benefit But if my Who burn, wants to run? but if I burn myself, it'll be all right, etc. He'll well, be fine. He'll be fine. Here's my point. He'll be fine. I, you know I got tired of that song. Yeah. That's what's great about, you know, that's why I could never be in an improv troupe where you have to finish bits. I didn't like the way that smelled two seconds in. I'm fucking stopping it. Commit to nothing. Commit to nothing. If it's not working, get the fuck out of it. But I get why they can't when you go to see some sketch comedy. Like, you know, you got to commit. I, I'm not a moron. I get it. But right. I like doing stand-up. If you want to just bail, you fucking bail. I, can't, I don't have to ask six people. Can we bail on this piece of shit? No, nope, we got to finish it. 
That's so funny. Like, I feel like most stand-ups wouldn't say, like, I like stand-up because if you want to bail, just fucking bail. <laughs> like, I feel like I also like, get... you got to commit. I mean, and also you do commit so hard to things when you do them. Well, that's why, that's why taken out of context, someone could misunderstand <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't, it's not that I don't admire a comic because you can't become a good comic unless sometimes you ignore the crowd. Right. Obviously, I'm speaking to the... I, I get you know that. I'm just for the yeah, listener. Yeah, it's just yeah we all know that. You, you got, got to. You know, you, it doesn't mean you don't give a shit about the crowd. You really want to make the crowd laugh. But on certain nights, we wouldn't have some of our great comedians if they edited all their material by what the crowd liked that night. Right. Um, That's so, uh, true. so, so, with all that in mind, I agree with all that. But and I do, <laughs> and the commitment of any comedian that has follow through is admirable. And I try to have it a lot. But there's nights I just don't want to have it. And I'm glad yeah. I don't have to. You yeah. smell it, and I know what it's you like. I've change had, it up. Yeah. I've had friends in those in those improv bits, and they say it sucks when you're in the middle of a bit, and you're like, you just know it's not working. But there's three other people. Do they think it's not? Just, yeah, you yeah. Fit, and the audience is like, you know. Plus, at least with stand-up, the bit doesn't start out as a seven-minute bit. It's only gotten to seven minutes because you've done it at minute 30 seconds here, then a minute, then you add, then you add. We're not going out. I don't think. Are our comedians? Maybe I'm wrong. I never do it that way. I never go out with a brand new six-minute chunk. Yeah. Do you? Do you? <laughs> I, I never go out with a brand new six minutes. Period. Right, that's so, so you're saying it's usually comes that's in little bits. But I think there are guys that do. No, there are. no, no, no. I don't mean There's a six minute. I mean a brand new six minute piece. Doesn't it start out as a minute and a half and then it builds, That's the way I always thought. Yeah. yeah. So the crowd doesn't have to sit through a brand well, new. Well, it's pretty ballsy to write a six minute thing and go, this will work all the way through. And then I'll just, you know, take it from there. Yeah. But I'm sure someone does that. You're probably right. Yeah. But somebody, not most. Yeah. Not most. But what do I know? I've just been doing comedy. Two, three years. <laughs> <laughs> you are really good. It's time to go I in for like, the clothes. Oh, great. oh, no, no, but not that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just was. Uh, no. No. I never like to leave. It's always, I know. It's hard. I know. I'm having. Is there anything you, is there anything you wanted to ask me? <laughs> you want to take a break? Well, I'm so hungry. I really am I'm starting to lose too. a little steam just That's due okay. to the fact that I'm starving. Me too. Oh, good. We but, made, after the show, we're making grilled cheese sandwiches. We have a are you joking? Here. We did. It. We are going to do it, but not God, now. If this is a joke, this is the worst show. You're like, we have a puppy. We're making grilled cheese. <laughs> it's just us in a basement. Uh, <laughs> Everything's leading up to something great. Well, um, I want to ask you. you wanna can I have your album? My CD? Yeah, I'll buy it. Well, how about I give you 5% off? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there we go. Let's say goodbye to everybody. Bobby, anything you want to, uh, uh, anything you got plug to plug or anything? No, not really. Yeah. Is it okay? Is everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like we didn't talk to Bobby enough. I, I did that last time. He's just so mellow that he... But we did a half hour before you came. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. I'm sorry if it was my fault. His I, sister no, no. just died, so he's been yeah, a little yeah. bit oh, depressed. Oh, hit it, boys! Uh, see? <laughs> No. Dead. Even. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, can I ask you? Okay, I do have one song I got to ask you if you wrote this song. Okay. And then we'll just go. It's not the same song, everybody. Most of our listeners, I play the same song every week and I go, did you write this? But this is different. It's the. Did you write this? There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down no? by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and glitter. Uh, I did. I forgot because I was so drunk when I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> because Andy Kindler said he wrote it last That's week. That's so messed up. Is you he did, lying seriously? Well, me and him used to do a bunch of camping trips and stuff, and we'd have these big old drunken campfires, and we'd tell stories, and we'd make songs and all this stuff. So, 
So there was some mix-ups, you know. There was some times, and in fact, even the Italian song, it's kind of questionable. Look, it's Chelsea Peretti or Andy Kindler, like who wrote "Shut Your Face" or whatever yeah, that yeah. song was. Did you did you write the song about booty? I'm not even joking around. I don't know if you wrote this. Don't be offended or anything. Uh-huh. I just think someone told me you wrote this. Look at that booty. Show me the booty. Give me the booty. I want the booty. That was Kindler. That was Kindler. <laughs> Thank you. That song is so bad. Listen to the song. Lord, what a booty. Bring on. It's not even Ew, bad. The, the way he's making the O sound so full and let me hear. Is this Kindler? I, I guarantee you, this guy has a gross mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kindler. No, who wrote it? I know Kindler. Yeah, Obviously, not the performer. It's not him yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have to, if it was him, yeah. he should lip sync to this yeah. and make it a video. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, Brian Silbert, thanks for stopping by. Andrew Furtada, uh, a slash sensitive. You know, it's it's always fun. I love yes. love it. You're good. You're good. A good energy about you, and I wish you nothing but success. I hope I locked my car. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just have to have a little motivation. But we'll talk about that off the air. Katie, your show. Oddthursdays.tumblr.com. There you go. Go down and check it out. It's always good. And what's the show I'm going to do? I think this Sunday uh, that I talked to Wit about today. Where's Power that? Violence. Power yeah. Violence. Powerviolence.tumblr.com, I believe. I'm going to try to go this Sunday. Yeah, he said he named show. another name that was going to be there. Now I can't remember. Oh, Tig's going to be there. Tig, that's what he said. Yeah. So that's a great show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and on Thursdays is a great show, too. Yeah. Thursdays and then Sundays. But Thursday is going to be that you just, that just happened yesterday. But guess what? Sunday's in two days. Huh? <laughs> Fucking go. All right, everybody. Chris, thank you. I like to take the time at the end of each show to Yeah, it's very sweet. I appreciate this shit. I don't take it for granted. This is fun. Bobby, you... <laughs> Meanwhile, you cut this from the, the final production. <laughs> <laughs> I go off. You people are nothing but a... <laughs> the mic's... In. You notice my mic isn't even on. Oh, here's how, you, here's how you all figure it out. Because you start to notice that my mic isn't even on. It's just picking up. So Katie... Yeah. But you guys are the best. I mean, you work hard. <laughs> you really, you know, Katie's like powering down. Yeah. You guys, Pack, I, I don't know. Packing up. Yeah. All right, the computer's unplugged, obviously. <laughs> well, would I, I'd be shit without you. All right, bring my mic back on. Um, <laughs> Seriously, so Thank though. you. Chelsea, you, Bobby, you, a breath of fresh air to come in here and do what you do yeah. for free. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and also, I want you to go online and... Uh, Who's the comedian that called the clown and asked if they'd come to the festival? Duncan Trestle. Duncan Trestle. Put the, I love Duncan. There's always exceptions, but it, it alludes to when a festival, there's exceptions because there are new festivals that aren't making money and yeah. they're just saying, hey, if you want to come on your own. But right. so, it's still, anybody who misses the point of this video, I thought about that way. I Right away, I think of what the person that thinks the video doesn't make sense. Oh, they go, well, that's not the fair comparison, is it? It's works. We get the difference between a clown and a comedian, but that still comedically says a lot. Um, I don't know why. I just loved it for some reason. I haven't and, seen it. And I, I defend going to some festivals for free, and I have gone to festivals for free. It still is a great video because there's some that they should be paying the airfare. Yeah. Some that they should be saying at least – well, so it, it's just at least it's comedic. Maybe I'm overanalyzing, but that's what I do. So Duncan Trestle, what's it called? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Fister Festival. What? what? Fister Festival. Fister Festival, yeah. Okay, there you go. All right, anything? Last words? We always give the guests the last words as we play. We go out today with an Elvis song, and we just go out on a very spiritual way. People soak this song in. Oh, I don't I even know what really, it means. I have a, a really spiritual message to leave on. Okay, hold on. Wait till she's done, and then fade that music in. And this is the way I leave, everybody. Send your grilled cheese pictures in. We were getting so many, and then we stopped getting Todd them. at Nerdist.com. Yes. 
people send, I say grilled cheese is as good as lobster. I tell people to send pictures of them eating grilled cheese yeah. and put it at a nice table. Grilled cheese is amazing. It's great. Would be a great little end to this to mm-hmm. have some of that. Oh, okay. So, uh, so you got a little uh, thing we're wrapping. And then we go, you got the Elvis stuff ready? Can you put a little reverb in her voice? Are we ready? Mm-hmm. If you like me, please go to twitter.com, Chelsea V. Peretti, one R, two T's. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 